Hello, welcome to episode 73 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. This week is a lot of what we like about Siege. Of, of like a lot, a lot. A lot, like in, a lot. In 35 minutes of them speaking, I, I about melted. Chris cried on stream. I saw it. May as well have. <laughs> so we do have the uh, Year 5 Season 1 reveal, I guess. Uh, so we've got two new operators, Oryx and Yana. We'll talk about them. Also, an organ rework has been announced, and we have some details on that. Um, fix for the debris issue is coming, so that's awesome. And then we have the year five and six mm-hmm. panel where they talked about upcoming stuff there. Um, I won't tease that stuff yet. We'll get into it when we get to it. But this is going to be a good long podcast just delving into what is awesome about Siege. And what is new about Siege? I mean, there's stuff There's stuff here that's coming up in year five or six that I would never have even thought of Siege putting in the game. Absolutely. Like, things that would just be like, um, I'm like, if I could have anything in the world that I wanted, I would put this on the list, but I would never expect them to actually do yeah. it right. in a real world. And they're doing it. So that's freaking fantastic. I'm I'm very positive on the outlook for Siege, and I'm much more excited about getting back into it more. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah this is gonna be great but before we get into that oh yeah sure we should mention we are sponsored by mamba energy oh yeah guys if you haven't tried this stuff out mambaenergy.com slash r6pod go there it really is great it's sugar-free great uh energy to game or just whether you're at work or just want to stay up late or whatever it is it's a great clean energy drink two delicious flavors seriously it's a free trial just you just pay shipping. It's six ninety nine shipping, free trial. Go try it out. Mamaenergy.com slash R6 pod. And if you like it, stay subscribed and they'll send you one every month and we get a little kickback. So you're helping support the podcast. I was looking the other day at the price. I was in Costco and the price of Red Bulls was like $33 for 25 of them. Yeah. This one thing is 75 Red Bulls, right? Yes. It's and- 60 servings, which is the caffeine equivalent of 75 Red Bulls. Okay. So you're getting the same amount of 75 Red Bulls and you're paying literally a fourth of the price. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's, yeah. If, yeah, if you're just looking for affordable caffeine, like this is something to look at. So go check it out. Mambaenergy.com slash R6pod. Okay. Let's get into year five, season one. Can you believe we're about to start year five of Rainbow Six Siege? Yeah. And we're going to start year six too. Yeah. It's coming. And clearly seven, eight, and nine is what it looks like. Okay. Should we start with the operators? But yeah, let's start with Oryx and Yana. Tell us about Oryx. Okay, Oryx is if you if you've seen X Men Three, there's the Juggernaut <laughs> guy. He's got like the helmet, big buff dude. He just runs through walls. Yes, that's what Oryx is basically. Yes. He is the Juggernaut. No helmet, unfortunately. No helmet, but he just he literally has this Rima dash or Rama dash. They pronounce it two different ways, but he has this dash that he does that he like sprints faster for like a short distance and he's really loud, but he can go through walls at that. If he goes to like a soft wall, it's 10 damage. He can't go through hard walls, reinforced walls, obviously. Yeah. And then goes to a barricade that doesn't take any damage. Um, and then it takes him a second, like get his gun out. And then excitingly, he can also jump up and grab hatches that are open above him. Yes. And he can either peek over the hatch and just look, or he can, climb completely up the yeah, hatch so he can pull without any gadget he just jumps mm-hmm. up and can pull an amaro and get up and through the hatch but like we, what i thought was even more exciting and super cool was just like him just hanging onto the hatch and just, just peeking, peeking his head over and looking and i was like that is just the coolest thing yeah. i don't know if that would be practical at all i don't i think that's going to be really dangerous to do to be yeah, honest with you but it just it looks so cool it's just oh, yeah. like it's such a unique way of movement in siege you know to like to do For something sure. like that that it's just very cool i i 
I was <laughs> there was a joke on on our stream because the organs being reworked, and we'll talk about that in a second. But the joke was, how is Chris going to say organ basement? Use that as every example now. But I'll do it one last time. I'm thinking about organ basement right now. And if you're, let's say, they're in your second floor, right? Um, like the kids' bedroom area or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're in organ basement for whatever reason it works. Maybe you're watching like someone coming in through like the tunnel, the construction side tunnel. Like yeah. people are going in there, and no one comes in. You can go up that hatch. It's like right by that tunnel, right there. And you can go up the hatch that's right by the. It like goes into the attic right yeah. above you. So you just jump up two hatches, and you can use your Rima dash to go through that wall the attic wall that goes right into like the dorms area yeah he will be able like to you're move there around, in like two seconds he can move around maps faster than anybody else like, oh yeah by far and he's a two 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 speed two armor um his guns he's got the spaz 12 and the mp5 the mp5 does not have an acog on it but as far as we know docks and rooks still will um uh let's see he can load his rima dashes can they load up onto each other up to three if you break through a soft wall they reset to zero but they charge up pretty fast um and then he's got bulletproof and a barbed wire. And then his secondary is, if I didn't say those already, is a bailiff and the USP-40. So likely because you have to have the hatches already blown up in order to go through them. I, right. I, I don't, I, I, I could see you like picking the Spaz-12 because he just moves so fast through stuff that like you can be on top of people in like two seconds. Right. Especially if like you're going to hit, oh, he knocks over Montaigne also, yes. by the way. He knocks over Montaigne and other shield operators. So you can literally knock Montaigne over when he's got his full shield extended and he like hits the ground hard. Yeah, knock him on his back. Yeah. And, and you can kill shoot him, him before he can get up. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I can see the shotgun because it's easier to get that kill instead of like the MP5 with hip fire and siege when it's sure. not a shotgun. Um, so like that's one reason I can see a shotgun. Also just how he gets through stuff so fast. I could see him just being behind a bunch of people all at once and just wanting a spaz 12 and automatic shotgun like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but at the same time, if you have the bailiff as your secondary, you can hit the hatches anyway and still break them. Yeah, I would by far. I mean, the MP5 is one of my favorite weapons on defense. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm a rook main half the time, so I use it a lot. Um, but I, like shotguns, I just feel like are they're so situational. And so many times you get into a situation where it's like this shotgun's just not going to cut it, and I'm kind of screwed now. Yeah. So if you've got the bailiff as an option, like that will usually break a hatch in two shots. Yeah. So, I mean, you can do it. You can do it in one, just depending on how you hit it. Right, hit it right, right. Uh, although I will say, I've had times with the bailiff where it takes me like four or five, five or shots. six. Yeah, it's just like, come on. <laughs> like, that too. What am I going to be serious? Finish this thing. I've done the same thing with the buck. I've like hit it a couple of times. Like, okay, I'm buck. This is so stupid. Yeah, I've hit it three times now. Um, but yeah, like he looks like a lot of fun. I don't know how practical he'll really be. Like he's, I don't feel like he's bringing something to the team that like especially as a defender, like as an attacker, it might be kind of interesting to just be able to like quickly run through walls or whatever, I guess maybe. Yeah. But like as a defender, like the only thing really is like countering that Montaigne that's in the corner after the plant. Right. Um, yeah. I think it's really just going to depend on the map a lot and how well, you know, maps, how sure. well you can get around. Some players map. will make like great use of them. I'm sure like mm-hmm. it, people who are just wanting to make the map mold to them as they roam around. Like, yeah, this is going to be super cool. Yeah. But I don't see him like super changing up the meta in any way. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think this is an end to Montaigne by any means. Uh, no, like, come on. I, I've heard like, well, Montaigne's useless now. Like that's not true. Like not that's at all. that's assuming that Oryx has picked every single round, and that Oryx is going to be alone with Montaigne alone. Like a good Montaigne's not going to be alone first of all, and your Oryx charging at him if Montaigne isn't alone, your Oryx has no gun up, so he's going to get shot by everybody else around Montaigne. Like you. It's not just like Montaigne's screwed. 
Totally. And that's, again, that's assuming that Oryx is also picked. Yeah, like, there's just no way that this completely ends Montaigne as a usable character. I don't see that happening in the slightest. No. So I, w- I would not be worried about that. Um, chances he gets a juggernaut-like helmet as a headgear. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> what a great opportunity. Seriously. There's no way that that was not... One of them, they were watching X-Men. I'm sure they've been watching X-Men, and they're just like, oh, let's do that. Let's they do that. randomly let's watching X3. Let's do that. Yeah. I mean, what other better way to get operator ideas than watch a show about a bunch of characters that do different powers? That's, that's a good point. Yeah, I know. I made it. Okay, so that's Oryx. Uh, let's move on to Yana. Yana. So Yana spelled I-A-N-A. She um, has a hologram, kind of like Alibi's uh, hologram, except she can take control of it and walk around, kind of like a drone. So it's it's literally a hologram of her character model. She can hop through windows. She can. I don't think she can repel. Probably she but, can't repel. Uh, she can hop through windows and stuff, you know, and like go. She doesn't trigger traps. Nope. Um, but she can walk around and like look at everything and see everything, just like just like if you actually walked in, only that your actual character is safe. Right. So it's very cool. Um, it recharges. Uh, it's there's unlimited uses. It looks like, and it yeah. just recharges, kind of like. Cavera's ability or something right and it looks like it recharges in like I don't know, five or seven seconds yeah, like it looks really hard, fast it's hard to tell how fast it really is because they didn't show us a full they didn't tell us either and we don't have any notes on it yet but, but just from seeing the animation from seeing the, the animation thing it looks up, like it's going pretty quick yeah like it looks or, like it's five fast. Seven seconds i think is a good guess so essentially she has unlimited drones which is like mm-hmm. very cool yeah um when she gets off of the hologram, it doesn't stay. So it's not like you can like put it somewhere and have a have a teammate like spectate it and watch it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she does have this like unlimited ability to go and safely gather intel, which is going to be like, I think, game changing. What I'm wondering too, and this we'll talk about in a second later, will she be able to ping traps with her with her uh, gadget, yeah. her hologram? Interesting. So yeah, just I guess let's tease it a little bit that uh, in coming up sometime. I don't know if we have a timeline on it. They're going to have first an, half of your five. First half of your five. Okay. So they're going to have an advanced pinging system where you can ping on like a bandit battery or a capkin trap or something. And it will actually like show a little icon on your teammates thing that like a capkin trap is right here. No clue whether or not she'll be able to do that, but I would assume so because drones can do it. Cause yeah. they, were, they were showing it on drones. Right. So I wouldn't see any reason that she wouldn't be Why able to do it. I, I don't either, but it would kind of suck if she couldn't. Yeah. But so that's, that's cool. even a greater use for her because like, it is hard, especially if you have a player that's playing her that isn't communicating, which is like frustrating. Right. If you can use it, be like, okay, trap, trap, trap. Like that's super helpful. Yeah. Um, and it will remind yourself too, because how many times have I jumped in a window with a drone and be like, oh, there's a frost trap there. And then like, and then you were droning for later. Like, yeah, you're droning for 45 seconds. So you yeah, forget. And I hop in. I'm like, yeah. are you freaking kidding? Yeah, I've definitely done that before. Uh, more details on her thing. So it, if it's shot at all, any bullet will immediately kill mm-hmm. it. Um, a maestro she can't do any damage with it she can't like no. shoot and she i don't think she can even like pretend to shoot the gun no, or whatever it's it, just it doesn't shoot it doesn't shoot at all um there's no way to tell that it's a it's a um hologram right there's they, no like marker or anything right. they that were shows. very clear it sounds the same it looks the same it moves the same so if you don't shoot at it you have no way to know right. that there it's is not no way Diana. the only way is uh through um infrared cameras so like mm-hmm. maestro's cameras bulletproof cameras that have the heat uh, infrared stuff they would not register the hologram as as a operator right um can't see vigil what is that about so when she's in her hologram state of vigils using his abilities she uh, can't see him like a drone right um can she see the distortion if he's moving around uh it didn't really show i don't 
I'm not sure. I would it assume didn't. it just worked the same as drones. Right. I think it would, but it didn't. Uh, two speed, two armor. She has an Air X 200 that is uh, Nomad's assault rifle. And then mm-hmm. she also has the G36C, which is Ash's assault rifle. Um, smokes and frags. And the MK1 9mm. Is that Buck? Frost? Yeah, Buck yeah. and Frost uh, secondary. But frags. That's pretty cool. You yeah. can run in with your hologram, find out where they are, and throw a frag right on top of them. Yeah, smokes also that, like, you could... I was thinking how you would use this. You could, like, maybe toss a smoke for a plant, right? And then you could, like... Fake plant with, with or your... Just, just, like, run the hologram in. Uh, I mean, you, first of all, you could run the hologram in to see if there's anybody in the room where you want to plant, right? Safe. Right. So then you t- toss a smoke, send another hologram in to sort of, like, get past the smoke and be, like, the first... Like, you, where you could see if anybody's coming and then also to kind of, like, cause them to hesitate if they are like trying to run into the smoke to stop a plant right just like and then have your other guy planting while you're just kind of running and there's this distraction and also intel would be very cool yeah how did we see how fast she like if her thing gets shot it reverts back to control of the actual character we didn't see but i would assume probably drone like seconds yeah one one to two seconds so in theory maybe fast enough that like so, like, uh, let's say that you're planting, like, um, should we use organ again? Yeah, organ based. Because organ's getting changed up, so you might as well use organ as it is right now. Let's say that you're planting uh, organ top floor. You're okay. jumping in the big window into the dormitories, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you make sure nobody's in there at first, and then you toss a smoke in. Then you, or like, let's say as as Yana, you even, like, climb in and kind of just, like, crouch next to the window or something. Then you send out your hologram to go, like, out into the hallway, so you could like you know see if anybody's actually coming, right. and then as, as soon as they shoot the hologram, now you get your gun up and you know exactly where they're coming from. I mean, I guess that's not really much different. You from can a drone. refrag from your own hologram, right? I, I guess what's what's different between that and a drone is if they see a drone, they're likely to just ignore it and run in, and they might get you before you have a chance to hop off and shoot. Right. Versus this one, like they're forced to they're engage that thing, and it won't take them long, but they shoot at it, and like they they have to engage this. They can't just like run past and right. ignore it. That would be taking a very calculated risk. How how often do you think will you would do you think you will ever not shoot at it? Uh, will there ever be a time that you will take the calculated risk of like that's a hologram and just I mean like maybe in it? very specific situations like the one I'm describing, mm-hmm. maybe especially if time's a big factor, I might I might skip it. But like, what how great of a play would that be if it's like a one v three and you there's a Yana hologram that you purposefully don't shoot at and you end up killing everyone because you didn't get distracted by the dumb hologram. I mean, that'd be amazing. That'd be like a very calculated risk that worked but, out. I mean, the thing is that it, like, it doesn't do any pings or anything when you hit it. Like it doesn't locate you or anything. There's like, there's mm-hmm. no downside to shooting it. Right. The only downside would be like losing that fraction of a second mm-hmm. of surprise. Right. So like yeah. in most cases, the right move would be just to shoot, shoot it and it. keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will be cool to see when somebody just like big brain plays it and just like, nah, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> uh off topic but i got a deagle ace and two deagle 4ks today when we were playing in the event that's amazing yeah, it felt pretty good i clipped them but it was pretty cool put that up on your channel and uh send it out um okay anything else for yana or oryx before we move on from the ops um no i don't think so i'm excited to play them both they're going to be released i mean by the time you guys are hearing this there'll be patch notes out and so you can read everything now about them and i'm sure there's going to be even more information yeah, but they are both. I'm excited to play both of them. Just as I was excited, I'm trying to think if I was more excited for Mozzie. 
Mazia was pretty freaking excited to yeah. drive a drone on defense. I was, I think I was actually more excited for Gridlock at the time. And then like or maybe Cali, I was really excited for Cali too. We were excited for Cali. And that ended up not being Well, mine never fun. like, like he was cool, but it never, he never sparked our interest particularly. Uh, I was pretty excited for Amaru, even though I didn't think she would be good. Yeah. I just thought it'd be fun. And it it is. <laughs> I still pick Amaru more than I should because it's fun. I think I am more excited for Oryx than a lot of the last yeah couple operators we've had just juggernauting through stuff. Yeah, Yana I'm pretty excited for Yana too. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, which one do you think you'll play more? Probably Oryx. Yeah, I would. Uh... Like, I will. I will play Yana, <clears throat> but I think other people are going to be playing Yana, and I think. How how I used to play Siege a long time ago was very like Oryx like of like running on the map as fast as you can yeah. get behind them all the time. Mm-hmm. And I could see myself doing that with Oryx of just like I'm gonna go up this random hatch, they're gonna drop down this hatch, they're gonna come up this hatch. Yeah. <laughs> they're not gonna know where I am. I actually don't know who I'll play more because I, I wanna say Yana, but then like on offense, I feel like I'm much more of like I have a role to play. Typically I'm the Thatcher main, but like but just usually on offense I'm I choose people people with a purpose. Right. Uh, whereas on defense, it's kind of just like whatever I'm feeling. Um, so I kind of want to say Oryx, but then I like I I don't know that I'll be very effective with Oryx, so I think I might fade off of him pretty quickly. So it'll be interesting to see who, who latches on more for us. Okay. Um, should we talk about the Legion changes? Yeah, so Legion's got a change, which I think will actually now finally affect his, his pick, rates pick rate and win rates. and win rates. The crowd lost their mind over this when they announced it. Yeah. So first thing they did, which I don't think will have as much of an impact, the goos do no initial damage now. So you step on it, it doesn't initially hurt you, which it used to do 10 health. Is that correct? Yeah. So before they changed the damage it does in intervals, right? It used to be Yeah, eight, they always changed the, yeah, the, what do you call that? The tick, tick damage? Yeah. Is that what you call sure. it? Sure. I don't know. Gosh, I can't think of the right term. I think that's it. Anyway, they changed that. It used to be eight and they changed it to four thinking that would change. I thought they also changed the initial damage at one point. I don't think they've ever changed initial. Okay. Well, anyway, they're changing that now to be no damage from initial damage. And the other thing they're doing is now you can't see, like Legion used to have all his little goo symbols around the map. You can't see him now through objects and you can't see him from a certain distance. Like unless he's like close to him, like they're in his line of sight, he can't see the symbol. And so you might still hear the sound if you're near it, but you're not going to know what goo it was. So right now the sound at least for Legion, I can't. I don't think it's for all characters. I think, but at least for Legion, the sound goes through the entire map. So it could be on the other side of the map, and it goes off, and you hear that. Okay. Uh, they didn't sure? say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. They didn't say anything about that changing, so I don't know if it's going to or not. But he, he still, he wouldn't be able to tell which one went off because you can't see the icons. Right. Um. Do you think this is too much? No. I just, I kind of feel like I mean, they've done all these like little I think they finally have figured out the the thing that's going to change it is not being able to see it through stuff. That was the problem is seeing it through stuff and seeing it like all the time and just knowing okay, well I know they're over here because a goo went off and it's that one that's gone. Yeah. Like that was and the problem was you couldn't sprint after like those were the problems and it was never the damage, it was never like the fact they're invisible. It's just the fact that it's like a trap that you can't sprint after it hits you. You have to take it out. Right. You can't plant. That's always been the problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you're saying, they just keep doing these little tweaks of like the tick damage and then like 
his weapon damage and the weapon recoil and yeah, that kind of stuff. Weapon stuff. And it's too. like, okay, like the gun's good, but that's not the reason that he's like dominating. Yeah. Right. Um, and like, I kind of feel like doing both of these things at the same time might be a little bit of an overcorrection. Um, just like, just because like, I feel like if you're not doing initial damage at all, there's like a pretty good chance that that character won't ever take any damage from the goo. At that point, it's like, okay, all it did was slow them down for four seconds before they took it out and kept moving. Right. Yeah. Um, especially if you don't know necessarily which one it was, then like you're losing both the opportunity to react to it and also just like the given um ten damage. Yeah, the ten damage that it would have done. So it's like, okay, so now it's really not doing much of anything. Yeah. And the only time it's I feel like it's gonna help is like those last second pushes where they can't plant because they have to pull the needle out. Right. Um and we'll I mean, see, but... will that just change how he uses them though, instead of like, well now I'm not gonna put them on the stairs knowing they're coming, I'm just gonna put them all around the site. And so they yeah maybe uh but yeah like i'm I'm kind of sad that it's not doing any damage even if they just knocked it down to like five or something i feel like come on like give him something on that first prick yeah but uh we'll see we'll see how it goes uh i think he'll still be picked a lot you probably okay so we've referenced the organ rework a few times they have really done a number on Oregon as far as we can tell, yes. which is good because Oregon, while it was a good map, we talked about it, I think just last episode that it just doesn't feel connected enough. And like, there are certain parts of it that really shine, but then there's other parts that are frustrating. Like guarding that basement is like, it's always kind of fun, but also like it's, it's just a game of like, who's going to like, how long is it going to take the attackers to breach the hatch? Cause mm-hmm. once they do, it's like almost impossible to stop a plant at that yeah, point, especially if they have a capital out there. Right. So it's, it's just like, very difficult. it's like, how long can we hold that hatch? And if we can hold it long enough, we will win. And if we don't, then they win. And it's just like, it's kind of like a, like people have just figured out how to play it so well. This is, yeah. and they said this. And when they were talking about it, just like people have figured Oregon out at this point where like, it just kind of plays out the same every time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, it's good to see it grand, really changing. It's become Borgon. <laughs> it's Borgon. Yes. According to the host. Um, no, yeah, and then there were only really after you had the the basement site and the second floor site and you won both of those, like what else do you pick at that point? It's either you're picking watchtower, which is no fun, mm-hmm. or you pick kitchen and dining room, which is also very difficult to defend. Right. And so like there were were only two sites that were viable. Right. And usually you would lose at least yeah, one on basement. You'd lose one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um so okay, what do you want to talk about here with the rework? So we obviously haven't been in it yet. It will be, it will be out Tuesday though on Monday. the test server. Monday? Monday. Monday. I thought they said the 18th. Monday. 17th. Okay. Everything comes out tomorrow. It's out the day you're listening to this. Yes. Or it's already out several days it's, ago depending on when you're listening. Yeah. To this. <laughs> when you're listening. It's out right now. Um so I I think it's really hard to explain. I think we found this out when we tried to explain the bank rework that we created for Ubisoft that they're not using for some reason. <laughs> um it's hard to explain like a map exactly, but I think we can highlight it's okay. Let me, let me just quote this too, from their, from their reveal. This is what the lady, so they're talking about all the floors where they started from the basement. They're going up and she goes, how about the second floor? You want to tell us about that? He says, uh, yes. Well, um, on the second floor, we have made some changes, uh, but we're going to let the, uh, players go in there and figure it out for themselves. Is that not dumb? <laughs> yeah. Like that's so frustrating. You're, like, did you, you mean, run out of time? Yeah. <laughs> why aren't you showing me? Because the whole point of me watching this reveal is to see the map that, you're remaking that I'm really excited about. And then you're like, Oh no, we want the players to go and figure it out for themselves. Right. No, right. I don't want that. I'm just going to go and inspect it and look at it. Right. Like, 
what i'm sorry that was just dumb so yeah we did go through we were streaming the reveal so we did go through on stream and sort of like scrub through the video and um we got a really good idea of the basement and the first floor and then we were able to get a pretty good idea of the second floor just from like gameplay clips that they were showing of oryx and um yana Mm -hmm. uh so like we don't have the full floor plan for the top floor at all Mm -mm. Um, but what are some of the highlights that you want to talk about? So I think the the biggest thing, to be honest, so when if you were basement warrior and you like were on, the, always. You're on the watchtower side, like you wanted to go up watchtower stairs, your only way to get to the second floor was to either go up watchtower stairs and like go into the assembly hall and climb up the ladder to go into the attic. And then you had to have breaches or, and you had to or, have breaches or, or whatever, you had to right? hope it was open. Yeah. And if it was reinforced, then you had to go up the one of two stairs to the second floor. And there was like there was no way other than going through assembly hall to get there, right? Right. Now there is another hallway that's like on the side of assembly hall that goes into the kitchen. And the kitchen you can obviously get to those other stairs way easier. The small tower is way more like accessible as well from the dining room. There's another mm-hmm. door that goes into the small tower and like the the roof up there is flat now. It's not like an angled roof with like a ledge that drops down. Right. It's just like a flat roof, and so it's way with cover. Easier, There's with like cover. tables and right. stuff, and so now you can like you can rotate from the like second floor by the armory, right on that side. You can go down those stairs, go down those basement stairs, go all the way back to like the watchtower stairs. I mean, this is a very long roundabout way, but then you can go like on the side of assembly hall, get to the small tower, and then go out the small tower window, and you're like <laughs> on this roof with them. Like, there you can just rotate around the map so much easier. Yeah, whereas like. It's not like you're in Watchtower and like, well, I'm sorry, I can't get the kids' bedroom. Right. That's not the case. Um, What I love about that small tower area is that where previously it was kind of just like you you got in there and there was really nowhere to go except for down that long hallway or breaching into um, the dining area. Mm -hmm. Now they've uh, they put another door over there on the left side, like we're going into dining. Yep. So it's now it's just like an actual door now. Yeah, it looks a lot like um uh. Uh, the map, the new Burnt Horizon map, Outback. Mm-hmm. Like Outback, if you're in the Outback garage and you like you're walking towards the stairs, there's like if you go past the yeah. stairs to the left, there's like a door over there. That's yeah. kind of what it looks like. It looks yeah. very similar to that. Um, and the soft wall now breaches into a new room, right? Into like a is it like a kitchen? I think it was or showers. Yes, yeah, showers. It? Okay, so so they moved showers. So right now the showers are like on the Split. edge of the map and then there's the hallway and then there's the objective dining room area. So they've moved the hallway to be down on the edge of the map now. Mm-hmm. And the showers have been pushed up next to the dining room, sharing walls with that. So now you can either go in a door right into the dining room, a door into the hallway, um, or soft breach into showers, which also has soft breaches into dining room. And I think there's still soft breaches in the dining room. <clears throat> I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 90% sure there's not, but, the- but I could be wrong. You have the screenshots. No, it's there on my other computer. Well, then we'll never know. There's no way of knowing ever. There's no way of ever finding out, but we'll know eventually one of these days. Um, so anyway, just what I like about that is like opening that up because it always felt like attackers would essentially just take that small tower whenever they were pushing from that side, and you couldn't do anything about it, right? Right. Uh, because you had to come down this like long hallway with no cover. So this is really cool to see them open things up like that. Um, another big one was they added a new staircase underneath white stairs. So the white stairs in the hallway, they go up to the hallways into dormitory mm-hmm. that now has a staircase underneath that goes right down into the basement. There's a new like hallway freezer room there that connects into the main laundry room area. There's a soft wall that you can breach into laundry room. There's also a door that goes into like kind of where like the hallway hatch is, which has been removed, I think. 
Um, but like right underneath there, that, that there's a door um, now. So like they've opened up basement a lot as well, where you have more room to rotate around. And this is kind of what we were saying when we were talking about the event map, like that we we wish that Oregon would just open up a little bit more to have more rotations. So you yeah, know, like, there's a lot of choke points on that map where like you just can't do anything. And I th- feel like that's what they fixed, which is amazing. Um, there is a soft breach into dining room. Straight into dining room. Okay. Yes. And right next to the door. Showers. Right next to the door. Yeah. So there's the watchtower. This is the first floor, right? Yeah. So there's the hold on south side. Yeah. We're good. So west side, there's the door. There's like the stairs of the watchtower. Just where it was before that same dining wall is still there. But mm-hmm. then just there's a door to the left of it too. Cool. And there's a soft breach. So like when you would walk in that window in the first place, you would, there'd be like looking down a hallway. Now, instead of that hallway there, there's a soft breach wall there and the door is changed 90 degrees. Right. So you can't, you're not like looking all the way down a long hallway. Yeah. That was always super annoying. Um, Another place where they've opened it up and just added more like rotations and stuff is coming in through the construction into that, Mm -hmm. that blue room, right? Yep. That used to come into a soft wall that would always be reinforced and then just like a doorway where you'd have to walk in. There'd be a soft wall on your left, a big like open, uh, wall with like just reinforced studs right on your right that people could just shoot you right through yep. and then you're going into an open hallway like th- that was just like death if anybody was even trying to cover that area mm-hmm. and now there's like it it's it's this door that was still there there's a soft breach there and there's another door i think or there's another a, soft breach another soft breach that yeah. goes right into the objective yeah that, that also has like a lot more cover in that room so thermite could mm-hmm. potentially actually get a hard breach into there and then you could play yep. from that room whereas before it was just like there's not really anywhere to go from here. Yeah, there's really the basement has like so many more avenues of attack now because like, I mean, the the hallway has kind of moved slightly too. Whereas like before you would go down those stairs and it was hard to go down those back stairs, the watchtower right, stairs, right. because like you could see it from the hallway and you could see their feet before they could see you at all. Right. And the hallway had like the L thing in it that just made mm-hmm. it hard to, for anybody to get a, a foothold, right? Right. Right, and now it's like there's instead of a door being right in front of those stairs, there's a soft wall in front of those stairs, which there's probably going to be a mirror window there. Um, but then they also like that room is just larger. Like there's cover there, you can get down there, you can have a foothold, and then you can either like you can push those stairs and push into eggs. There's a soft wall there that can be breached, or you can go down like you were just saying the construction, like the junkyard area, and you can hit those soft walls that are there that also go into that objective, or you can go down the new stairs that like have the bridge did we talk about that yet there's there's a new set of stairs yeah, the freezer underneath room. the white stairs right yeah. that go into the freezer room and that just breaches into the main objective that everyone usually pushes the hatch from yeah so you can push that way or you can try to push the hatch in the regular stairs that you always push from mm-hmm. and try to get it like there's just so many more like different options of pushing the objective where like you can really have two or three strats on basement right depending on how they're defended and we're talking about this a lot from the attacker's perspective but like this stuff is also good for defenders because as a defender, there's nothing worse than getting locked into like a single pathway to try to retake a site. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so like, I feel like, you know, looking back at like cafes, an example on that bottom floor that used to just be like, so one dimensional where like, say you were in like the bar area and like all you had in front of you was just a long hallway and like you had no other options. Right. Like that was pretty much it. And so now, like, there's this, like, entry room there that you can use that connects over, like, by the stairs. There's also a new set of stairs you can go up. And, like, um, you just have so many more options about, like, getting around, um, whether you're on attack or defense. You just, you never feel like, okay, I either keep pushing this one route where, like, they've seen me 
or I abandon completely, go out a window and find another way. Yeah. And I feel like you don't have to do that anymore with, with the reworks and they're doing such a good job of that. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of it, honestly, is three staircases. I think you have to have three staircases yeah. in a map. And they've said that. Mm-hmm. They said they'll never do a two staircase map again. Because it's, there's just two options. Like that's, I think that's why I liked Consulate so much is that there were three staircases that yeah. went top to bottom in all of them. Right. And so there was never like, right. There was never like, they never knew which way I was going to go. It was like, right. I'm going to go up service stairs and I'm going to go up yellow stairs. Like after I get to the, I'm going to go up service, go all the way to yellow, to the second floor, go to yellow stairs and go all the way back down to the basement. Right. And then I'll come up a spiral in the middle. Right. Like you have no idea where I'm going to be. I mean, for as good as consulate is, it still even has some of that same problem where like that visa side on the first floor, at least feels completely disconnected yeah. from the rest of the map. Definitely. Right. Like there's, there's just no way to get into like the front lobby foyer area yeah. without like going through the spiral staircase thing. And like, if you want to go anywhere from visa without going straight up or down, you have to pass through the spiral, which always just feels bad when you have one path. Yeah. So that's so good that they're doing this. Uh, they also did, we don't have, a good, like I said, very good details on the top floor, but what we do know is that attic area, they've taken out that long slit window that was mm-hmm. always a problem if you're inside there because they can see so much more than you can. Yeah. Um, uh, as the defender inside, the attackers can always see so much more. Um, and now they've put an actual window there that you can hop out, get onto the roof and like, you know, put pressure on anybody that's just sitting and chilling on the roof, which yeah. before like that Oregon roof was like relatively safe. As long as you made sure nobody was in that tall watchtower, like yeah, you, you get on the roof and, and you could just fine. completely wreck the other team from just up from outside. Yeah. Um, so they fixed that. And then, um, they've, I think they got rid of the soft wall in attic that goes right into like in front of master bedroom or whatever. Is that uh, right? Or did they put a door there or something? No, or? They, they so they added a, a barricade oh, no, door in like a kind of a room, but there's still a soft wall yeah, there. Yeah, the soft wall's still there, but then on your right, there's now a door that goes yeah. into a new room that I think also has a soft wall coming in. Or it has another door, I think. It has a door going into the hallway and then a soft wall going into the uh, the big, big dorms objective area. I don't know. So if I explain that well enough, then you know. If not, you can go play it and find out. Yeah. Um. But anyway, like, this rework looks fantastic again they've done a really good job of preserving the identity of the map you won't feel lost you know like no. there'll be a few spots where you're like hey well, what is this but then like you, you turn the next door and you're like oh i know where i am yeah right so no, like, this is they did a very good job of like they i mean they changed the aesthetic slightly like on the outside of the map just like a little more yeah i guess the detail i don't know if that's the best word it looks better like it looks nicer yeah but you can easily i'm like looking through like this and i can easily tell exactly where the operator is the whole time like i'm not lost like there's not a point that i'm lost yeah the couches look like they got a different maybe they got some new couches in there yeah this is freaking awesome so i'm very excited about that we're gonna rework baby let's talk about debris so debris i'm i'm scared about debris why? Because I'll tell you why. But okay, so barricades, this is what they specifically mentioned and talked about. They said yeah. that what he said is 90% of the barricade will just automatically be destroyed. Uh-huh. And there will be a very small percent that will remain to tell on both sides like something has been destroyed here. So that, that rest is just going to fall on the floor. Yeah. And it looks like what happens is when you hit it. So they explained that before it was they were destroying each and every panel separately. And now when you hit it, it's just like an explosion of stuff. Yeah. Like there's no more like panels or like separating out and falling down it's just like it, and yeah there's still kind like, of a more powerful like impact yeah, like yeah. There, there's a, like a, instead of like falling out as like individual pieces of the barricade and now it falls out as sort of just like splinters right and then the splinters just kind of fall and fade in video games fashion right yeah so like you, you just there's nothing to worry about anymore yeah so which is super nice like 
that was by far one of the most annoying things is hitting a barricade and having Absolutely. stupid panels get stuck. And, and it not, happens all the time. All the time. Literally. And it, it started happening. I don't. It happened when I was gone because it did not used to happen. It was not a thing that was in the game when the game started. Yeah. That was one thing that did not exist. Um, it's whenever they changed the barricades. Um, but what's scary to me is walls because it also happens on walls where I destroy a wall with like a deagle and a little piece of like particle board falls right. down and it gets stuck inside the wall or like a piece of drywall is just like stuck there. Yeah. And they didn't mention if they fix that or not, which is just as annoying and just as frustrating. Yeah. I don't know if that would be the same or not. Cause it seems like they're kind of different they're, services. Yeah, they're, like, they were specifically talking about barricades and right. how they fix barricades and they did not talk about, I mean, I would walls. say on walls, I think it's far less of a problem yeah, than it is on barricades. It does not happen as, as often but especially it does if, happen. You're, if you're using explosives right if you're using impacts or breach charges it's like that's not really a problem no. it's only really if you're destroying with your weapon like which which certainly is happens is, or yeah. a melee yeah you do that a lot right but at the same time like it's definitely not as big of a problem no, not at all but it does happen and I, unfortunately if this doesn't fix it i think it's a lot less likely that it gets a fix at some point right because it's just not as big of a problem yeah so it might just be something that not enough people make noise about but hopefully it, it just fixes too. Yeah, that's the hope. I mean, just make the stuff destroy, like we said from the beginning. Just make it disappear. Yeah. I am super excited about the debris stuff. Drones, you can now, when you pick your spawn point as an attacker, your drone will spawn at the same spawn, mm-hmm. which I'm a little hesitant about because it sounds good because you can like, you can pick, basically pick your drone spawn instead mm-hmm. of your actual spawn, right? right. You, you say, I want to spawn my drone over here. And then you could have your team split up drone spawns and be able to efficiently drone out the building really quickly. What I'm worried about is if you're if you're not being super like tactical about it and you're just picking your spawn and your drone spawns there and you go in, I think it would be pretty easy for defenders to get an idea of where people are spawning. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if they just see like three drones come in from the front door of Oregon, as we always like to talk about Oregon, they know that most of them are spawning right over there on that right. kind of that main spawn, whatever it's called, the police barricade yeah, or something. something like that. Um I'm not so, really that worried about that, to be honest. I, I don't know if it's a huge deal, because but... Because how many people are at the door right when they, like... I mean, if you're doing Oregon Basement, guess, it's pretty yeah, quick to just run up. Like, if, if you know you're going to be doing spawn peeking or a run out or something, it's pretty easy to get up there quick enough to see if drones are coming in there and then know, okay, yeah, I've, I've, this is worth doing the run out because there's going to be two or three people spawning there. Yeah. I mean, I think if the thing is that people change their spawns anyway. Like, oh, the Oregon Basement, we're all going to spawn right here. Like, that normally yeah. happens. And so I think people spawn peak based on where they are because people are going to change their spawn. I don't think it's going to be a problem. I yeah. really don't. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm like, I'm not like, I mean, I super could, worried. I, but... I see the, I see the, like the, the worry there. Yeah. But I don't think that it's going to be that. It'll just be problem. interesting to see if that like, if it seems like a problem. Yeah. Okay. What's next? Um, there's also Cav and Ash elite skins. So that's cool. If you like them, the Ash one is a Lara Croft skin. Yeah, which is very cool, cool, I think. Um, but I I don't really care that much about it. And interesting things. because Ubisoft doesn't own Tomb Raider. Yeah, like when they first announced it, that didn't cross my mind. I, I was just like, oh, cool, they put Tomb Raider in, cool. But then I was like, oh wait, that's not even their property. Yeah, it's not them. Like, they had to have because they even named it Tomb Raider. Yeah, they named it Tomb Raider skin. Oh yeah, so they had to have gotten permission. But it's cool. Um, okay. Also, there is uh, they showed us a menu. They didn't talk about this, but they mm-hmm. showed a revamped menu that had two options we've never seen before: training ground and learning area. Yeah, are on this menu. So they they are, they are already list ranked, quick match, newcomer, and unranked. So those That's are out of the options. Modes, right? Yeah, situation and terrorist hunt aren't listed there. So I'm wondering if situation is learning area and training ground is terrorist hunt. I wonder those if are... training ground is a group 
like is, is a, there's sub menus right under or that, that i guess that's like the sub menu and then underneath that is just terrorist hunt situations or mm-hmm. something and then at some point maybe they're gonna add like a firing range or something in there yeah but it almost sounds like training ground is more of like a category than like a thing than a thing um but what do you think learning area would be then situations okay because i was saying like both of those would be underneath oh, training, ground. training ground because like why would you have a sub menu with just one thing in i it? think also learning area could be like a just operator bios or like operator statistics your statistics yeah i mean learning area could also be where they're putting replays which is coming at one point yeah also uh maybe they'll put patch notes and stuff in there that'd be cool that'd be sick very um, very smart but i mean we have these two new things i guess these in theory would be up in the test server build it's up today yeah right so yes. well we will know by the time this comes out hopefully uh i don't think we're going to be surprised by like a firing range just like being there. i don't think so because i think that's one of the things they would have announced as yeah. that is something you would have gotten a huge applause on based off of the applause what do you what did you think was like the highest cheered for uh on the year five reveal i would probably say the debris the de- on the year five season one reveal yeah yeah sorry the season one reveal yeah i think i think the debris is probably also the most cheerful thing i was surprised that there weren't as many like a theme park for example not theme park i'm sorry um what's that canal for example when they were showing the canal like flashes sorry they were showing the canal flashes of like changing and how it was changing there yeah. were tons of like applause and like oh my gosh yeah and when they were doing it for oregon when i rewatched it i realized like nobody's cheering that's interesting like, this is cool and like i think everyone thinks it's cool but nobody's like going crazy about it yeah like there was some like whoa but it wasn't it was nothing like the canal one yeah i wonder if it's just more exciting for something like canal where it's like this is a map that essentially doesn't exist for a lot of the player base that yeah. just plays ranked right and so they they know this is now coming in and it's probably a map they know because they've probably per- played a fair amount of casual mm-hmm. um but now they're seeing like okay cool this is looking competitive yeah and like this is a new map for us so like it was funny seeing like like saying things in canal and everybody being like i don't know where that is like, how do you not know like this game is this man's been in the game forever yeah but then i was like real. well yeah i guess you never played casual and i played canal like a bunch when it was one of the only three maps in the open beta yeah exactly <laughs> so i played um i i can definitely tell you for sure what got the biggest applauses on the year five year six panel but we'll get there in a yeah, second so anything else before we move on um ssg one what is that SSG Space Station Gaming. Oh, won, won the tournament. By the way, yeah. Okay, congratulations. I didn't even know what SSG was when you said that. Mm. I thought you were saying like SSG one, like the number one. I was oh, like, what no. is SSG one? Space Station Gaming won a three to two game, three matches to two matches. It was actually congrats. It was a pretty good day. There were the crowd was going nuts. I will tell you that. It was actually pretty exciting to watch. But, cool. Yeah, congrats to them. Okay, I think it's time to talk about the year five, year six reveal panel. So first of all, we got two years. What's going on with that? Yeah, so she she started off, she was like, and we have our panel coming to talk about the year five and year six reveal. And then like she started talking, I was like, oh, wait, did she say year six Slow too? down, what? And you're like, wait, yeah, she did. So yeah, they're talking about year five and year six. So they explained it as is year five is kind of a hybrid year to get into year six, which is like really where they're going to be revamping the game they they said they're going to rework entire parts of the game is yeah what the game director said entire parts of the game so we don't really know exactly what that means because they didn't say exactly what that meant but 
it sounded like they wanted to go back to what they envisioned to see jazz in the beginning. Yeah, they they said something like we want to realize the the dream of what siege like was supposed to be or something like that, like the original uh the original vision for siege or whatever. So I'm like I guess like make up for yourself what what you think that means, but like yeah, I don't, if you go back and look at like the siege announcement at E3, it's like there's it's very different in ways, and obviously mm-hmm. I don't think they're going back to like the E3 build, like right, because that obviously would not be a good game, like. <laughs> but um, it like it's try it's interesting to try to think okay, like what coming from that, what are we missing mm-hmm. that is like not part of the vision, right? So they like I, I'm wondering too if they don't like this whole. And this is complete speculation, but do they not like the whole like Call of Duty type like runouts and like like I don't know kind of like the running around corners and like this kind of thing that's happened that yeah. with the game is the pixel peaks like the, what the game has turned into and they're like this is not what we envisioned this is not what we want for Siege and they want more of like kind of what it looked like a little bit in E3 where it was more of a slow paced like yeah think kind of game I don't think so because I don't know how you would go back to that because yeah of the amount like, of players you have at this point and they've built, the, built this whole pro league scene that is 100% about like these pixel peaks and these yep. like quick flicks and like, you know, all that like call of duty tactical, not tactical, but uh Twitch shooter type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's part of the DNA of competitive yeah. siege at this point. And I don't think you could ever change that even if yeah. they wanted to. Um, but I mean, we'll see, I guess where it what goes. They mean by rework entire parts of the game. Um, it, it was interesting that just they're like kind of distinguishing between year five and year six. It seems like year six is like kind of what they're saying is by year six, we'll have done the groundwork to like f- not necessarily for like their vision of the game, but for like for to set up the their like method mm-hmm. of continuing to work on the game. Right. Like yeah. they're they're changing how much they have to produce each season and like when we will expect changes to come through the season. And by doing that, they're sort of like setting up for the workflow that they want to, to be part of, of the things where Mm -hmm. I, where in my mind, it feels like a season release is less significant going forward than it is right now. And in the past. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this is a lot of just like, vague like statements of like year six is like this is part of our year six roadmap but they really didn't say anything about year six no, other really. than just like the structure of a season release is going to change yeah so going into that year five as you said is the hybrid season the first half of year five will be very familiar and then second half of year five will start to morph more toward their their future look mm-hmm. of how seasons will go yep so in season one and season two of year five We'll get two new ops. We are obviously we already know the two that are coming for uh, season one, mm-hmm. and then season two will look just the same. Two new ops and a reworked map, which is house. house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We I cannot lost our minds when they said house. And it, I'm still <laughs> I can't. I never expected. I I jokingly said Ryan said, "Well, what what maps are going to be reworked?" So like I want to say house, but I know it's not going to happen. But I'm just going to say house. Yeah, and then they and say then house. It happened. <laughs> what? And like uh and they showed us a few screenshots and it looks great we'll we'll get into mm-hmm. it in a minute but oh, i'm so excited oh, yeah. actually is there anything else we should talk about before we just dive into house, no, let's we talk just about house. okay yeah. let's do house um so for they, they really didn't show a lot but they no, showed they just a, showed few a couple of those, of those before and after yeah, before slides and after. those are the best honestly and th- those got applause yes. compared to the the uh what's that map called that we're talking organ, organ. those got 
an amazing applause. I don't know why the guy, they guy, the guy's talking or whatever, and they like people are keep applauding. Like I don't know why I didn't just stop. I'm like well, let's just watch this because yeah. you guys just want to watch it. You like, don't want to listen to me. He literally couldn't finish a sentence because yeah. like the applause was so loud that like yeah, he, he, couldn't he couldn't think. talk over it, think. couldn't think. Like yeah, and like I was gonna say, this is the thing I was referencing earlier. That's like this by far got the most applause. Yeah. I think out of anything. I think I think one of the operator reworks was also pretty loud, but I think this beat it. Yeah, well, it was just like this continued, like with every screenshot, yeah, it, it was, was like just it just kept getting like building like... and building and building, and just like there was so much hype behind it, which was shocking to me because so many people hate how yeah, like the it seems like the I guess like the Community conventional wisdom, yeah, yeah, is like the house is a bad map, but clearly there are a lot of siege players who are serious about siege enough to go to, to go to this event this event yeah who or maybe even participating in the event right mm-hmm. content creators or the kinds of people who are there and they were very excited to see yeah. that house is getting revisited and like they clearly have a lot of love for house yeah um so that was encouraging to me it, because like i think house is a great map and obviously it's not a pro league map but like i think it's super fun yeah they they said too they were not going to rework house it was their beautiful broken map that was what they said yeah and they reworked it yeah which i think is one of the things that happened when the old game designer left and this new core team came in well actually they did say they said that their old team uh was behind the like the year five year six plans oh really yeah they they mentioned something about that i thought they were saying like with the new team we're changing how we're I think they said the old core team like put this together. Oh, interesting. Almost okay. as I think as like a reassurement that like, hey, we're not just like sh- like completely shuffling up the game. We didn't just like hey, throw it in the I bag saw, and shake I saw it up. As like a we're the new team. Like screw that. We're not. We are reworking house because it's not a good map, and we know you want the new map. So no, we're I do. I, I think they were totally saying like, don't worry, we're not breaking your game because okay. we got the control of the wheel. I think okay. they were saying like this was in in conjunction with like the old okay. people in charge. Don't okay. worry. Um, either way house is coming yes okay so what did we see one thing we saw was the tree house okay yes it has a slide, <laughs> the slide. you better be able to go down the slide i can't imagine you, you will be, be able to slide. i'd be very surprised but i hope it's because it, it's not like if it were just like a flat slide then like you could obviously just like probably walk down it but yeah. it's like a tunnel slide so it would have to be a built-in animation and press space and it should slide down. I would be so thrilled you if you could be, actually do that. I don't know how they wouldn't think like you'd have to think like they're people are going to want to slide also, down Also if it was um penetrable so that like you could see somebody hop in the slide and then like shoot <laughs> yeah. them coming down the slide that would be so a dead amazing. body slides out on the yes, other end. It would be so great. That would be really funny. Yeah, so the treehouse has changed like a little like a treehouse at the slide. Which it, it looks like it's in the same spot and it mm-hmm. still has a ladder going up to yeah. it. Like it looks like it's basically the same other than they added this slide and like the style of it's a little bit different but like I think they only showed us to show us the slide which is like kind of funny. <laughs> um you better be able to slide down that dumb slide uh yeah and then they showed like the construction room is changed now to a bedroom it has been finished so they finished the construction yeah looks like a, after, a little girl's bedroom yep, or after something. four years construction has been completed finally the she gets her bedroom been, yep the house has been uh reworked they showed us a an exterior view from like the river dock spawn mm-hmm. and obviously from an exterior view you can't discern much but no the uh master bedroom slash kids bedroom side of the house clearly was expanded significantly extended like i would say probably like 30 percent yeah 20 to 30 percent of the size of house had like extended that much yeah i mean in general how much bigger it's gotten because it looked like it expanded a little bit on the other side too and like maybe a little bit taller like 
it looked like it had expanded probably by 30 percent yeah i didn't notice if it looked like the bottom floor also expanded i only really looked at the top floor i think the bottom floor did as well i mean i can yeah we should actually we're gonna pause for one second pull this up so we can get accurate analysis for you guys okay so we're looking at the screenshot now so first of all it's much bigger than we talked about yeah it's looks like close to double the size uh-huh. and width. So we're looking at it from the river dock spawn, looking mm-hmm. straight at house, right? So the left side of house would be from what we're going to say, the left side would be like master bedroom, kids bedroom area. And the right mm-hmm. side would be like top floor bathroom. And then the like office underneath in the dining room area. So on the left side, it is expanded almost twice as big. Yeah. Um. So there's, it looks like, I think from what they showed us inside, I think master bedroom had like sort of an expansion, but it looks like there's also going to be another room to the left yeah, of that definitely. from our perspective. And then and then there's now like a balcony out there instead of just like kind of you could get on like the roof outside of Master Bedroom. Now there's like a right. proper it's balcony. Like actual balcony. Um, the first floor also expanded along with that underneath. So there will be equally next to the kitchen and all that. Like there will be new rooms or at least expanded areas mm-hmm. there. Um, the, what else? To the first floor where there was the office. You used to go outside that office. There was like the balcony that's like extended now to be all part of the office. So there's no yeah. balcony there anymore. It's more, more like a deck patio type of thing on the mm-hmm. front door that came around to the office. So you can't just like hop out there anymore. Right. The spawn, you there though. The spawn peak window from the bathroom is gone. Yep. It's closed there's off no... now. It also and exciting and interesting is there are now gates in front of yeah. the big garage door. So... Uh, you can't get that long sight line like repelling off of the river dock spawn mm-hmm. um, or like behind the cars or anything like that. You you essentially, if you're pushing that garage door, you have to be up in their grill. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't even think about the repel on the river dock spawn. They have that really long, annoying sight line. Yeah. So and it's a lot bigger for sure. What's nicer about this too is like the cop cars are outside of that gate. And so like, it seems like when you're at, on the map itself and it looked like when they were going through these screenshots, that there was less clutter again and like the like you're in once you're inside the property of the house it's more of like a this is just like a nice house that we're uh-huh, finding in that's uh-huh. not already destroyed like i mean we don't see the front of the house so we don't know like if those SWAT cars are still there out there but anyway yeah. um also what i'll say is i get, we're just looking at exterior screenshot now we'll get into the interior ones but from what we see here the like general shape of the original house looks like it's still intact Mm-hmm. So like, I don't think there will be a lot of like, I think they'll fix like little things here and there, but I don't think there'll be a lot of shuffling on like the current structure that's intact. I think it's mostly, mostly just an expansion outward. Yeah. Um, And which I think is good because I think what we have of house now, I think actually plays pretty well. Like it's not like the other maps we talked about where you get locked into positions and you can't get around. Like it's a map that feels like it's really easy to get around. The problem is just that it's so small. Right. Um, And there's so many sight lines from outside and all that stuff. Right. So that's super good. Looking at the balcony again, I think we were 100% right. Oh, there's two ladders. Huh? Oh, okay. Hang on. Not the balcony. The treehouse. Sorry. Yes. Uh, there's, so there's the original ladder, and now there's a ladder on the backside, which, what does that mean? Does that mean you can, like, is there's more room outside of house, too? Do you see that? Yeah, I see what you're talking about. Are you sure? So there's still the slide. There's the tunnel slide. About. That's definitely a ladder. Oh, that's definitely a ladder. Yeah, there's a ladder on the backside. I wonder, Maybe it's just I wonder if off? that's... No, I wonder if that's a... Uh, what they've done in these newer maps that they made a way where you can get around the map on the outside without like being in danger of defenders. Yeah. I wonder if that's what they're doing. It's like, you can be behind this wall that you're completely safe behind, yeah. and you can get around the map without... And I wonder if that's why that ladder's back there. That's, that's super interesting. I hadn't noticed that before, but that's going to be very cool. I want to slide down that 
freaking I know. I, I hope so much. Okay, so looking at the construction room, it looks like it's, again, maintained its shape pretty much. There's mm-hmm. now just obviously finished room, so there's furniture in there and everything. It looks like it, it's got some good cover in there. Um, the big window is gone. It's now a small window. Yeah. Uh, that's offset from the kind of the main door into that room. So you, you can get in there a little bit safer. It looks like, mm-hmm. um, let's see. Going yeah, pay, into pay attention to the clutter too. Just look at how the clutter is just, yeah, it's much more clean, it's clean. Like it's so nice. Okay. So looking into master bedroom that all that overturned furniture in the corner is now upright and everything. So there's not this like weird spot. These people can kind of just like chill in that you, it was hard to like do anything about. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the big window is now a doorway into a new room. I don't think we see anything beyond just this, like this shot from the outside looking into that doorway. Yeah. I mean that, that doorway where the big window used to be goes into this room that has a window and then like a soft wall. Yeah. It looks like almost like a hallway ish type room because we do know that there's at least another Mm -hmm. room over there based on what we saw from the outside. Um, so let me keep going through here. They're showing us now the first floor, like balcony on the backside not balcony but like deck on the backside that is now a full room it's like some sort of music room i don't like how there's papers on the floor <laughs> you'll get over it um <laughs> papers like what what does that add to the map other than just clutter i mean i, I mean? like this there's a musician working in there musicians are like they're creatives you know they're very they're like the art team they're not really doing anything they're just kind of like making messes and what musician have you met that would just leave their guitar on the floor the guitar's leaning up against a thing. No, it's not. It's laying on the floor. It's on the right. Uh, I probably got to go farther. Hang on. Here we go. Oh, okay, yes, there is one laying on the floor. That's a guitar hero guitar. That's not a real guitar. Either way. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? It looks like it's, it's in front guitar. of a TV. I think so. it's an electric guitar. Yeah. I just saw the TV. I was like, yeah. Is that a TV? Maybe it's just a wall. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So, okay. Walls so, this TVs room, are basically the same at this point in life. This room, basically. So, there's that, um, that like, kitchen entrance doorway that like you you know you walk in that door on the back side of house from the outside and on your right is the kitchen on your left is the stairs the white mm-hmm. stairs so now that doorway is still there there's just now a full room on the yeah. <laughs> what well, used to be the exterior there's now a full music room there so that's kind of cool um i think that will just make all of it feel just better right it's just like you like you won't feel like when you're trying to move around you're always exposed to people who are just like hanging out outside right um i'm very very excited for this yeah this is all just so exciting and and again from what we're seeing here obviously we're not seeing much but from what we're seeing it looks like it more or less maintains the same structure on the existing part of house which i'm very excited about as well yeah they didn't change like the actual what used to be there they may have moved things around but like the wall shape is the same right um so that's really good anything else about house besides just being so excited for it this is one of the things i just can't wait for yeah like i have to wait until next season which is just three months that like i have to wait until may to play this thing yeah (sighs) um also we need to start keeping track of our podcast power wins because there were a lot going through here so like going back oryx and yana i don't think we ever really said anything kind of like either of those people no um oregon rework i think did we call that yes we mentioned that yeah we we called that coming up um let's see what else uh, obviously everybody knew debris fix was coming. Yeah. We never talked about drone spawns. I don't think. Um, so we didn't hit that one, but uh, the house rework, we, I, I don't think we were ever like seriously, like this is going to happen, but it was a hundred percent like this should happen, which is the podcast power, right? Yeah. So podcast power hits again on that. 
Um, okay, what's coming up next? And is it a podcast power hit? Year three and I mean season four and season season three and season four of year five, there will only be one operator released and then a skyscraper rework and a chalet rework. Yes. Yeah, so no new maps this whole year five. Mm-hmm. I hadn't realized that till just Not now. A single new map, which, which is I'm happy about. We said that. Yeah. That's PP. We don't need maps. PP. We don't need new maps. And also, we I also Chalet. said, I'm fine not having two operators released. That's okay. Yeah. You can just have one. And work on stuff. I have none. I don't mind. Didn't we say Chalet and Oregon were like the guaranteed going to happen? I think I think those were our like locks. Like, this is definitely going to happen. Chalet and Oregon reworks. Yeah, I think so. Oh, we may have said Skyscraper as... Well, I mean, either way, Skyscraper's, well, skyscraper's happening too. So. But, <laughs> PP is We definitely said this those, one. And then we wanted house, but I think we guessed Bank was... Well, we guessed three. We went for three. Yeah. I think we said Chalet, Oregon, and Bank, actually. I think so. Because I was like, Skyscraper's lost cause. Yeah. That's a stupid map. <laughs> but like, and what they said about Skyscraper was they said they wanted to, um, first of all, fix the drum room where it's kind of a choke point, mm-hmm. which is a huge complaint that I have. And then also they wanted to force people to come into the building, not allow people just to play from the balconies outside, which is another big complaint. So I think that they understand what's wrong with Skyscraper and they're going to fix it well. Mm. Did they say anything about Chalet's rework? No, not really. They just basically not really. I don't no. think they said anything they much about, about it. it that I remember. Well, he said something about like the destruction on Chalet. Anyway, um, okay, so year six, one op per season, one map per season. Mm-hmm. They didn't clarify whether those were new maps or reworks. No, or they were just like combination. a graphic of a map looking thing and a question mark in it. So yeah, I would imagine we're at the point where it's a lot more reworks than it is new maps. I could see a new map for sure in season six. Yeah, um, because I mean the art team needs something to do with. There's only one op. Per- well, I mean you, they like took out half the work with taking out half the operators are doing. It's true. Um. So with with your six, so the the new operator and the battle pass will come out with the regular season updates. Yep. And then throughout the season, they're going to release features and operator reworks just so that when it's ready, it comes out like this is coming out the season. They may not even say that, but it's just going to kind of come out. Mm-hmm. So the new season will basically just mean this is the map rework and the operator and the um, battle pass, mm-hmm. but everything else is just going to come when it's ready. Yeah. They've also committed to continue doing um, events every mm-hmm. season and they said they were going to kind of double down and like make them bigger and better. So I don't yeah. know what that means, but it, it sounds like they're really changing like actual like crazy gameplay mechanics. And like they said, there's going to be an arcade playlist, which what it sounded like was like you go in this playlist, which is only going to be out for like a weekend mm-hmm. randomly. And then like that playlist has multiple different types of games in it. So like, like one time you might get the haunted whatever it was called doctor's curse. And yeah. then the other time you'll get this, they have this golden gun one, which looks yeah, looks really super fun. fun. Yeah. Um, they were a little unclear about what the arcade playlist actually is. Yeah. I mean, they specifically said they have this golden gun thing. I think they said something about four days, like it's going to last four days or last something. four days, yeah. But like it wasn't clear because the way he was transferred, the way he like transitioned from events to the arcade playlist almost sounded like you're saying like the events could be revived mm-hmm. in the arcade playlist. Right. Uh, which would be super cool, but yeah. also we're definitely getting new stuff there. And it sounds like this is like sort of like events, but just smaller scale. So they'll, they'll mm-hmm. flip one thing like this golden gun thing, right? They're just going to make it where it's a one shot, one kill thing. And you get one bullet per chamber. Right. Yep. So it's like, it's just one like very easy change for them to make, but something that like shifts the game and makes it kind of a fun new way to play. Yeah. Um. So I look forward to this arcade thing. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um. With, with that, they said there's a new game mode coming. Um, 
which was not they didn't expound on that at all but they just said there's like a new game mode that's going to test players ability to play with each other yeah no so, idea what that yeah means, who but. knows they they just threw in a lot of random little like tidbits it's yeah. like like most people will forget we even said this but here's this little hint also um okay let's see so they they talked about the arcade playlists that are coming out they mentioned specifically they still want 100 operators but that doesn't really like with how they are doing it right now they have two ops two ops one up one up one up one up one up one up so yeah they're going to be at 60 after the operators that they've released they're going to be at um 62 operators after season one after or after no after year six season four okay so, so after year six, year six season four, 62 they have 62 and they want 100 so that means if there's a, a year seven eight nine and ten they would need like 10 more operators each year which is more than what they've done at any time in the past yeah if they're gonna get to uh, 100 at that pace that's they've got to be really nine three and a half years or, yeah if, if <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. So the the math, unless what they're doing maybe is like after year six, like they're gonna have made all the core gameplay changes and bug fixes and everything, where like they don't need to touch that anymore. Like the core game is fine, mm-hmm. and they're just gonna leave that as it is. And then from there on, they'll just make new operators and balance operators, and that there's not gonna be any more like, right. well, now you can vault over this a certain way, or like now you can do this in the game, or you can ping this way. Right. Like that's all gonna be done because they've made the game what it is. And they're just adding like League of Legends. There's no, I don't want to say that. I'm not sure about League of Legends. I know we always, you, but, well, we you always bring up League of Legends as an example. Yeah, and you've like, probably played like ten hours Heroes of, of it. the Storm. I can say like Heroes <laughs> of the Storm. That game was what it was when I played it for like the year that I played it. It was what it was, and like it was like they would release the new heroes and stuff, and that mm-hmm. was that was the passion. was like the heroes, and there were balances, but there wasn't any more of like. Well, now the game has changed this way and this right. way. It's just to be fair; those are much simpler stuff. games. It's true, very um, true. In some ways, at least. Um, but so, yeah. Another interesting thing that I thought, like as they were talking about the new operators, was um, they said that, like you know, originally there were twenty operators when the game first released. So as we released new operators, they made a big impact on the game. So this is the point that I made, I think, last episode. That, like, I think everybody mentioned this in a question as well, or mythic i don't remember i I remember making the point so like now we're at 50 something operators so you know somebody new comes in and that's that's like one percent of the operators Mm -hmm. or like two percent of the operators that exist right yeah and so like the chances that you'll even see them in a round are are slight and then obviously when they first come out you'll see them a lot more but then like eventually they'll kind of fade out unless there's somebody like super game changing and are you seeing cali and range like never never ever ever and so like she makes very little impact on the game and it's like it just is it becomes successively less exciting every time a new one comes out because it makes so little impact on the game and so they kind of made the point of like because of that we're focusing less on operators going forward uh on new operators right and we're focusing more on like balance updates fixes like structural things like this debris fix type of stuff that this is good for everybody all the time Mm -hmm. right and so like by putting more of our resources into this like more general stuff it's going to make the game better faster and like have more impact on every single round you know when you when you change them when you do a map rework like obviously you don't play the map every single time but every time you come to that map it's it's like very different it's wholly fresh right and like it like as we all know anytime you play a game on siege it can unfold completely differently every single Mm -hmm. time so by like shifting the map like now you've just introduced a whole new like yeah 
string of like random variables right. that completely sh- shuffles that up again and like just kind of brings back a lot of the magic. Uh, so I think it's cool that they they've realized that about the operators. That, like, yeah, it's cool to have new operators, but honestly, like, does Amaru affect the game at all? Like two seasons later. Not really. No. <laughs> I'm still just seeing Smoke and Echo and Mira and Legion and Dot right. and Rook. People like, are still picking Jaeger every single yeah, ga- you every still single have round. The base game operators are always there. Yeah. I think I've probably yet to see a team composition that doesn't have a base game. I mean, I'm sure I have, but. Sure. But like, for the most it's part, rare. it's like, yeah, on offense, I you're mean, usually going to see those a are 20 of the operators that exist, so. That's true. It's, it's like almost half of the of the cast, but. But they like they just filled such like um basic roles that like a lot of them just have never been superseded by anybody else. So Yeah. So anyway, I just thought that was an interesting point for them to make. Okay. Proximity alarm. There is a proximity alarm in a, the game. A little bit of PP here because we wanted an operator that had this. This is now right. a secondary gadget. Um unclear who will have it, although on what they showed, who was it that I don't remember who it was. Gosh, I wish I could remember. It's a defender gadget, um, and I can't remember I who remember. had I it. I cannot tell you. I, I think it might have been Smoke, because I think it was the FMG9, but I could be wrong. Um, anyway, uh, this proximity alarm, It. I mean, did, could you throw it, or did you have to plant it? it would, no, it was like a throw, like kind of a toss. Okay, so kind of like throwing like a uh, like an Ella concussion mine, right? Yeah. Um, you kind of just throw it on a wall, and it, it looked like it had a, like a pretty decent sized range, right? Because it shows the kind of like the Wamai style range indicator. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not nearly as big as Wamai's range, maybe like thirty percent of that, but like that's still pretty big. Um, and so you can see, you know, where they're going to trigger it, and then when it goes off, it, you get a little alarm, kind of like they use the example of like the bank metal detectors, right? Yeah. Um, so you get a, an audible alarm and I think you get like a, an alarm on your HUD as well that somebody triggered it. I didn't see how many you get. Did you see that? No, I did not see how many that you got either. I would guess you get two, but are you trying to look for it now? Yeah, I am looking for it. Right yeah. Now. You keep looking Close. for it. Um, but yeah, so this looks like something that's super cool. Uh, I think that it will be. So smoke is the one that had it. And it looks like he has got it. Ah, I'm exactly right. But he was using the shotgun. No, because he like I saw him shooting at the guy and he like completely missed. Definitely using a shotgun right here when he throws it. Okay, but show keep going to where he shoots the sledge coming. Told you. I remember because I remember making a comment on the shot because it's like he like let him get past him and then like (laughs) flick back to him. Um but I I would expect that Okay, what's uh, impressive too is that you remembered it was a sledge that he was shooting at. Oh yeah, I, for some, well, because you saw the sledge, you saw his yeah. face, so that's yeah, kind of easy is. to remember. Um, I would expect that this is a closely monitored, uh, or like that not a lot of people will have this gadget, kind of like the bulletproof cameras, where it's like it's uh, kind of rare. Yeah, rationed, I guess, is what I'm going for. Yeah, because um, I think it's going to be really, really good. Um, it's funny. I'm watching this. Whoever this is, that's they're doing a. Uh, they're watching basically what we did. They're watching the reveal with the stream audience, and they they're not reacting at all to the fact that there's a replay. Oh, really? In the game, like no reaction. <laughs> we reacted to that quite a lot, quite a lot. Which moving on now to our next. Okay, wait. I have a question about alarm. the proximity alarms. Yeah, obviously without having used it at all and not knowing what its uh, capabilities are and everything like that. But where would you think you will rank this mm-hmm. on 
secondary gadgets for defense. What's your top now? Impacts? Impacts and nitros. So impacts and nitros at one and two, and then well, there's shield barbed wire and a ploy and a bulletproof cam. Camera, yeah. Um, probably bulletproof cam, and then. So is proximity top cracking think, that top three? Yeah, I think proximity is probably right there with bulletproof camera, and then shield and then barbed wire. Interesting. Cool. I I would probably. I can't imagine taking it over a nitro or an impact. It's hard also to take it over a bulletproof camera, honestly. It's like, why would I? I don't. Yeah, I don't think I would ever take it over a nitro or an impact. It kind of depends who has it, though, because like, like if Maestro had it, I would probably take it over. Right now, he has uh, impacts and barbed. I think I would probably take it over both of those. Yeah. Um. I mean, we also don't know if it's going to go off multiple times or if it's the one time goes off and that's it. I can't imagine it doesn't just keep going off every time. As in, like, you think it would. Yeah, like, I think, I think it definitely does. Uh, yeah. Especially because, like, as it sounds, the defender can hear it, or the attacker can hear it, and the attacker could destroy it. And just shoot it, yeah. So I don't think there's any reason it shouldn't. Okay, uh, we talked about pinging gadgets. Um, wait, what is this about? You can ping the bomb? That you wrote? The diffuser. You can ping the diffuser. Of like, so if you're watching on cameras, you can ping where the diffuser is, so that your teammate knows. Oh, that's from the from is. from defender camera. cameras. Yeah. Interesting, because yeah. you can't n- normally ping anything from cameras right now. No, not at all. That's from cool. Defender cameras, you can ping like they planted, and it's right here. So when you're done killing them, this is where it is. So you're not like running around looking for it. Yeah, so that's cool. Because sometimes you you lose in those few seconds it takes you to yeah. locate it. Um. Yeah, also you can ping from your drones. Uh, you can ping as a regular operator. You can ping all these gadgets, so that's cool. This is what I don't I don't understand why you would be pinging gadgets with your gun. Like, Do you think IQ can do it with her? Uh, uh, this is kind of separate IQ from your question, but I wonder if she could ping it with her. Uh, with her sensor, yeah. but through walls. Like, I don't think so. I wouldn't think she could. Um, but I mean, I, one reason you might ping it with your gun when you can see it is like, if you're already like on or near the objective and they don't know you're there yeah, you don't and like shoot. you see a capkin trap from the other side that your teammates coming at. So you can just ping it for them instead of having to describe it and, or yeah. shoot it and give away your position. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's not, that's going to be a super rare occurrence, but, but yeah, I mean, that, that is definitely one reason. Um, as I'm trying to think, is there like there's uh, evil eyes that you can't necessarily That's destroy? True. That's true. Both or both cameras, cams. Well. It's like That's I can't point. destroy this, but Ash, can you? Yeah. Snag that. Um. So that's a good reason. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh. Okay. Um. What else? Tachanka rework. There's a which is the other thing that got a very very large applause. I was literally clapping at my desk. I was just sitting there like, oh yeah, baby, here we go. <laughs> The chunk rework is very, very exciting. Um, completely revamped Tachanka. He's like, he's not what he was at all, which is good because it, it just wasn't going to work, right? Yeah. I will say a little bit of pee pee because we talked about putting like some sort of incendiary launcher or smoke launcher or something yep. like that on his turret, yep. which is not quite what he got. No. But he gets now a separate gadget that's an incendiary grenade launcher. Uh, and it looks like he can shoot practically unlimited incendiary. <laughs> like, they shot like five in the clip that they showed, and they were yeah. pretty like quick. I, he's going to be 
very, very powerful. Yeah, and they're like, cool because like you can bounce them off walls mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, yeah, so, it's like a bouncy ball. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. And then it hits and it makes this big incendiary thing, kind of like a Goyo. Yeah, okay. Capital bolt. Um, they're cool. And then as for his gun, his LMG is now his primary weapon. He doesn't have to plant it. Um, he walks around with it and it has a new site, by the way, like a new hollow type site, which yep. is completely, I don't know if it's going to be on anybody else's gun or just his. Um, it does amazing, uh, damage or d- destruction. Mm-hmm. Like it, it kind of does now. It just, it makes like a lot of big holes, but on this one, it looked like even bigger and he can like carve out a, uh, it looked to me like it was the same as now. I think, I think it was just different because you're seeing it on someone walking around with it kind of well i guess the difference or i don't think you can do this now but correct me if i'm wrong is he can like literally carve out a circle no, for can. a can you do that now yeah and it'll it shoots out because it shoots out the okay actual what are these things called supports yeah. beams. beams yeah two by fours studs studs that's the go. word we're looking for <laughs> um yeah there but like it's got an insane amount of destruction yeah uh i mean it looks like a super slow ads and mm-hmm. but it's gonna be super but powerful like powerful weapon yeah if you're the kind of person that just wants to like lock down a corner he, or a he's hallway gonna be he'll a, be good for that yeah he's gonna be a big time anchor and huge like smoke plant denial yeah like i mean organ basement they're trying to uh, this is gone now but they're trying to plant stupid behind the freaking washing machine no i feel i'm gonna shoot a freaking incendiary grenade right there because i can yeah. bounce it off of this thing yeah. bounce it off of this thing after that and it's gonna go right on top of you yeah uh yeah that's gonna be freaking sick i i love that they made it bounce too because like that's such good foresight like because if you just made it direct what's the point right like yeah. there would be a few instances where you could use it where somebody's like in a corner mm-hmm. and you can't quite see them but you could get some fire on them but then even then like they could very easily just strafe you while you're trying to line up this shot with the incendiary. Right. Like not that you can bounce. It makes it so cool. Cause you can shoot it from safety mm-hmm. and get it to different angles. It's going to be cool. when the one person figures out like, okay, if I shoot up this hatch at this spot, it's going to like go up through this hatch and like hit this ceiling perfectly to go down this hatch and hit right where they are. I just realized there's going to be some very stupid spawn stuff oh, freaking. people are gonna learn like hopefully they just like don't make it work outside or something yeah. because just, like, people are gonna learn like shooting out skylights and stuff like how to hit spawns yeah how to hit this bouncing okay, it off swap vans like <laughs> we gotta figure that out really fast <laughs> as it comes out <laughs> we should we should take some time to like get some like, stupid spawn peaks with that um <laughs> but he looks so cool he's gonna be very fun i think um Look, seems like he's still a three armor. Yeah, like how he was running looked like for sure he was a three armor, one speed three armor. On that note, I don't know if you wrote this down in your notes here, but they did mention about like the the differential between three armors and three speeds and how like speed yeah. is king in Siege mm-hmm. and rate of fire is king and like DMRs don't really have a place yep. and like there's no reason to choose, uh, you know, a three armor over a three speed for the most part. So it's mm-hmm. like, they recognize this and they didn't give any specific details, but they said like they have plans to make each weapon family feel useful and unique and like to somehow rebalance the whole speed armor thing. Yep. So again, no details. And I, I bet that's like your six type stuff. Yeah. But, but they're thinking cool. about like, okay, this has no part on the game and I want this to have a part on the game. So let's make this part of the game. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, so Matt Banning, 
Oh, wait. Also, you have a note here about the arcade playlist, which is true. That like it's just going to be a short weekend, four day oh, type thing, yeah. which is one hundred percent what we said. Like yeah. we said, like we, it'd be cool to have small events or like you know, we talked about Halo. Things. How like when you when if Halo were to have this playlist out all the time, it would never get played because it's always out. But if it's only out for like four days, people are going to play it because it's like oh, I only have these four days to play it, and yep. so people will play it because people do want to play it. Yep. But when it's out all the time, you can never find a game. Yeah. And so what's smart to do is have it out for a couple of days where you can get a large population in there to play and then take it away so that the people aren't getting bored of it. Yes. So that's at least our fourth PP, depending on how you count all the stuff about like only doing um, one op and like not doing new maps and stuff like this right. is all stuff we've talked about too. But like if you're counting like hard things, I think so far we're at four PPs. So yeah. we're just on a roll. Okay, what were you saying next? Map bands? Map bands. Five PPs. Five PPs. I have been asking for this for so long, and I've described the exact system, and that's exactly what they did. And I'm so thrilled. It's pretty great. This Okay, our friend Taylor, who like started playing Siege with us in the closed beta, he stuck around with Siege longer than he has probably any other game any I've other ever game seen. Like, yeah. He is the kind of person who just like goes next game, next game, next game, next game. Very, very quickly. And he stuck with Siege for at least a solid year playing a lot of Siege and like would dip back in every once in a while after that. And he like eventually completely dropped off because as he like just would kind of revisit it and um you know not play it consistently, it very quickly got past him, right? Where there were like new maps that he'd never played mm-hmm. before, new operators that he'd never seen before, and like right. uh, particularly the maps was what frustrated him. And he eventually said, like, I won't play Siege anymore until they do something with the maps where I can select what maps I want to play. Mm-hmm. So I told him about this and he was like, I might come back to Siege. So like <laughs> It's just like that's obviously like our own very personal uh anecdote, but like I wonder how many other people this is also gonna reinterest in Siege that like mm-hmm. now I can finally say I don't wanna play Tower and I won't play it. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't think there's gonna be a thing in casual. Yeah, but they didn't talk about it that, did mm-hmm. they? No. Um probably not but because in casual like you still can't even vote thing. for your spawn. Right. But at least for ranked and unranked, for sure. Uh, and that to me, it just makes the game so much more fun because sometimes it's just like, there's this map I just do not like, or we don't do well on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just don't want to play if I'm going to be stuck 45 minutes on skyscraper, right? Like I just don't want to play it. Yeah. I just don't want to. And so if we have our whole team, that's like, no guys, let's not play this map. We can nix out a map that we don't want. And maybe every once in a while you don't get that vote and that's fine. But like, at least you have some influence on what you're playing and that, to me, that just makes it so much more fun. And at this point, too, with what they've done with the map pool, it's been changed enough where it's like there's no map that's going to come up that I don't want to play in ranked. Like, yeah, because it's small enough. Yeah, there's just they're, they're not in maps. There. They yeah. can, the maps that are in there are all good maps now. Yeah. So now it's just like, OK, we do really well on. I don't know. Uh, what do we do well on? Clubhouse. Clubhouse? Yeah, <laughs> we both saw that. We do pretty well on Clubhouse. So yep. like we're not that good at uh theme park so let's next theme park and hopefully we'll get clubhouse yeah uh that's like very cool yeah pp times five reputation system pp times six <laughs> so <laughs> they've been listening ubisoft they, if you've been listening to this you better like tweet us out give us some credit because come on i see you guys tweeting out content creators all the time we never get any love so if you've heard any of these episodes <laughs> and involve the pp then please um the, this reputation system is pretty much exactly what they had on Xbox, where it was like you were, they would rate what kind of gamer you were based on the reports that you got. Mm-hmm. And so what this does is there's there's four levels. There's a level zero, 
I guess there's five levels. There's a zero, one, two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. So level zero and level zero, level zero and level one, you have what's called negative standing, and then there's tailored sanctions. They don't mention what that is, and messaging. So tailored sanctions and messaging. I don't know what the sanctions are. It seems like the messaging you probably just won't be able to chat for a certain amount of time until yeah. your until your standing goes up. But they don't say exactly what that is. For level two, that's a neutral standing. Um, it, what it said was fair-minded, balanced gameplay. I have no idea. No what idea means. what that's supposed to mean. And the levels three and four was a positive standing, and it says feedbacks and rewards is what it said. So I don't know if you get rewards for being in those levels. You get like a charm or like a skin or renown or something. But what they did say was that you get regular notifications on your reputation. So probably yeah. if someone ever reports you or you get a commendation or something, it will tell you like, hey, someone com- commended you for whatever. Or like it will say like, oh, you've moved up to level three or now you're level four. Or yeah. You moved down to level two. Be careful. So that's that's sweet. Yeah. This is one of the things that I, I said I wanted in my wish list was like a commendation system of some sort of like you should be able to commend people for being a good person. Yeah. And like the other games and like platforms we've seen this on, it seems to help at least somewhat to just like filter out bad and and promote good. So I'm very happy about that. Okay. Um what else do we have here um next gen consoles yep so they that was one of the bigger questions about siege was like if if siege is going to continue like when the next gen consoles came out if they would just do a siege 2 and build it on a new platform Mm -hmm. no yeah which thinking about this now like back in the day i was like oh yeah of course it will but like thinking about it now it's like siege actually came out in 2015 Mm -hmm. the new consoles or the current consoles came out in 2013 so it was two years into that life cycle but like this is a five-year-old game by the time the new consoles launch later this year, and that's being ported to the new consoles like as is. That's insane. Yeah. Like, has that ever happened? I don't think so. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. But that was like... But it released with both of them. Yeah, that was like the year of, right? Yeah. Like, a game that's five years old being ported to the new console, like not like a new version being made or whatever... Yeah, maybe like, like Minecraft, I guess, but like that's kind yes. of its own weird thing. Yeah, Minecraft is a phenomenon. And that's that's mostly like, okay, we released an Xbox One version. It's not like I guess we don't know if like Xbox whatever is gonna be able to play with Xbox One players cross platform. Yeah, we're not sure. But I would expect so. I would be surprised it, if they didn't. But yeah, this is a game that they're not changing for a new generation console. Yeah. They're just like just, no, uh, this is a, the game that you're playing. A straight up like all multiplayer game mm-hmm. being ported to a new console as is like that's crazy yep and that says a lot about where siege is which is very cool this is exciting um i, I guess people were getting mad about the fact there's only one operator per season why for i don't know yeah <laughs> if you're mad about this you should not be mad about that because that is a good this what that means is like they're not spending time of like we're gonna release two operators potentially have problems and have to fix those bugs but instead we're gonna fix core gameplay things and make gameplay changes that's right. gonna make the game better. Right. So this is good. You're silly if you're mad that they're not releasing a new operator. Like, I, so I would say, silly. being honest with yourself, think back to the, like, the last eight operators that were released. How much have you really played of those eight operators since they came out? And like, how much does that add up uh, like, compared to the time that you're playing Siege and you're playing other operators? Like, yeah. I just feel like you are... It's, it's sort of this... like, I don't know what to call it, but it's this thing where like, you think something matters more than it really does. Mm-hmm. this like perception that it's a bigger deal than it is and like i just 
I can't imagine that many people are really going to enjoy Siege less because there is not two operators coming every season. Yeah. Um, and maybe there, I mean, there could be some people that like play Siege a lot and like just getting that little bit of new content every season is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like there's more important things that are going to be tackled, which I really support. Yeah. I, I, the gameplay changes are so exciting. Like, I think when Siege changes like a gameplay mechanic, it's like, oh, whoa. Like, it's usually for the better. Like, it's usually like a good, like, oh, that's sick. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So, it's cool. Um, And the preparation and support phases, so the preparation phase is before the action phase and the droning phase are like the setting up phase for defenders. The support phase being when you're dead. Um, They're thinking about changing it, so they specifically said how, what the guy was like, how often do you alt-tab, like, while after you're dead? Like, yeah, yeah all the freaking time. I'm always alt-tabbing. And what they, their point was like, we want to give people something to do in that support phase. So yeah, they basically mentioned we're willing to change up the preparation phase and the support phase to make sure players are like intact, like playing the game when they're actually playing the game and not bored because they're dead. So they want to make the game fun for you and never boring. So we don't know what they're doing there, but yeah, something's coming when you're dead. So I don't know if you get to like run around a room <laughs> like a dead person. Uh, I'm sure not that. Um, they did not mention three men drone hashtag three men drone, which is being they, able to stay in your drone. They were like getting close. Yeah. They said something about like the most effective thing you can do with your drone in the drone phase is like drive, drive to, to where spawn. you're going to spawn. Yeah. So they kind of said like, we solve that by spawning where your drone, your right. drone spawns, where you're going to spawn and all that stuff. And I was like, come on, please just tell me support phase. You can stay in your drone and do something more effective that way. Um, they didn't quite get there. But I do want to give this one a soft podcast power because we have said stuff like, I hope, I wish that they would make the preparation phase more significant, like play around with that a little bit more. And like, do, like they haven't really done anything to change that piece of the game at all mm-hmm. since it came out. So it'd be cool if there was more changing in that phase. Yeah. So a soft podcast power on that one. Okay. Uh, uh, we were talking about the armor they wanted to change and DMRs, that stuff. Um. What else do you have here? A hard uh, breach secondary gadget for attackers. Yeah. So they specifically mentioned hatches that you can uh-huh. get because uh, bank, for example, if you're going, if you're attacking bank basement, you would pick Habana to make sure you could get the hatches. And it was like, I'm really only picking Habana to make sure I can get the hatches and like no other reason. So it would be nice to instead like, oh, well, no, I can actually pick Sophia and have a secondary gadget that can hit those hatches, even mm-hmm. if they're reinforced. Yeah. And not be like, well, I only picked Habana for that reason. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So that's super nice to have that for that. And we don't know what size hole it's going to open on, on reinforced walls. I would assume it's not going to be a walk-throughable. No, I can't hole. imagine. Because then that kind of replaces a thermite or a Havana. Right, right. Um, Although they did, they did say that they want to open up the team comp a little bit and let people be able to choose, um, you know, have have that a little more fluid where you can choose different operators and it's not like, Thermite and Habana are always locked in. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe if you, like, like, let's imagine that you get, like, three little things that blow a hole. Maybe you use all three in one spot. You can get a crouch hole yeah. or something. Um, like, that could be a possibility. But they were very clear that they didn't want to replace Thermite and yep. Habana and Maverick. And make them obsolete. That. that said, I don't see how you can possibly have any sort of hard breaching on somebody and and say that Maverick still holds his his place. I think is just because like, he's quiet. Like, I guess he so. can do it in a way that's like not as noticeable. Yeah, but like 
if you can make a hole at all, that in my mind almost completely replaces yeah. Maverick. Yeah. Altogether. So I mean, Maverick can also do the thing where he like hits the top part of the reinforcement and the bottom part and it's all soft wall in between. Mm-hmm. That's a big Maverick play. And then the other one was hitting hatches, which now it'd just be better to do with the secondary gadget. Right. Because it's so hard with the blowtorch anyway. Right. Um, so. <clears throat> point being, Maverick's kind of useless. <laughs> He's great. But after these come out, it's possible that he sees a decrease in pick rate um match replace so this is one of the things that we were both talking about of like yeah like we would have put this on our list of things to do with the game but never in a million years would i have thought that ubisoft would come out and say you can now go back and watch a match that you played yeah from everybody's perspective pp times seven baby this is i don't know if i ever talked about this though We've definitely talked we about replays talked and about say it. we yeah. wish they were there. Yeah, I think we and have. said, like, every game does yeah. it. Halo does it. Call of Duty does it. Rocket yeah. League does it. Like, <laughs> I remember that specifically. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, this is this would be amazing. Like, really, really amazing. I lost my mind when they... This is great. I mean, this is... To be honest, I don't know how much I'll actually use it because, like, on Rocket League, for example, I'll save replays all the time and I, like, almost never actually go back and watch them. But, like, this is so different because it's, like... We can see like, okay, that strat did not work. Right. Let's just go back and watch like, what happened. What did somebody make a mistake happened? that like yeah. caused it to break down? Or like where was this att- this defender that like completely ruined the whole thing? And yeah. like how do we cover that next time? Like yeah. that's very I, cool. I think it's gonna help a ton of like making strategies and like okay, like they had this guy, how can we attack this guy here and seeing it from a mm-hmm. top down perspective of like, oh well, if we there's no one on this angle over here. Right. I mean, not saying you're going to play the same exact team next time, but you can basically say like, well, you can attack it from this yeah. side. This is what we missed, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, I can't tell you how many times like somebody does like a weird ash rush or something and they come in and you're like, how did that even happen? Like, obviously yeah, nobody saw or whatever, but like, I feel like I felt like that was covered. Like what happened there? Who turned around? Like, And not yeah. that I'm like trying to blame anybody, but just but, trying to say like, you know, what did this this person have like on their plate like they clearly had too much to be worried about to notice this ash just like run into the room so like mm-hmm. what are they trying to cover that we're that we could help on to make sure that that angle stays yep. stays covered every time yeah, yeah i mean you can see like the the team it's like no no like i didn't i it wasn't that wasn't me that did that or whatever and you go back like, Dude, i'm watching you do it right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm watching the replay here you are doing exactly what you just said no i, I just said that. i'm not trying to blame anybody I know, but <laughs> If you needed to. Because mostly it's going to be my fault. But if you needed to, you can. What, um, I, what I did wonder when they announced this was they specifically said that, that like they think this will help teams to be able to like kind of review their strategies and like see what works and what doesn't. What I think is ultimately missing there is an easier and better way to build the strategy in the first place. Because right now, if you have anything more complex than like you guys go from this side and we'll go from this side, like the only way to really communicate that is either to like build it in photoshop and like you mm-hmm. know like take the time to do something like that or else like hop into a custom together and try to like run through it with obviously no defenders and like no timers to like work with the right way and all that kind of stuff so it would just be nice if they built something that was like okay help me build the strategy in the first place like you've got that whiteboard tool it's just hot garbage like revamped something like like like, like that right or start over and yeah. like give us something preferably in the game do you think you'll be able to strategy. watch replays with people? 
will I be able to invite my squad? Can we watch it all together at the same time? That would I be would, sick. I would be surprised. I'd be surprised, but I was also surprised that this even exists. That's true, but that so. seems like a much more advanced feature. Can you? You can't do that in Rocket League, can you? No, but you can do it in. You could do it in like Call Black Duty, Ops. I think. I think. Yeah, Black Ops. Like you way could do back that. then. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I would assume if you could do it in Black Ops, you can probably still do it in many Call of Duty games now. Um, but that does seem like a higher bar. So I'd be surprised if that was like on V1 of this feature. Yeah. Um, and they, they did sort of gear it more toward um, like content creators and stuff. Like they mentioned them specifically. And so that's more, I feel like a solitary thing that, or like, you know, you're doing it to your Twitch stream yeah. or something. Um, but I'm very excited. I'm like, there's definitely times where it's just like, I want to know like what that guy did beyond just a kill cam. Like I want to see like what happened there. Yeah. And it'd be cool. To I mean, it'd that. even be cool to, to show certain plays from or some of these. I wonder how it's going to play over like ragdolls and stuff. Cause those are all client side. So I wonder how it's going to look. It would just simulate them. It's the on, on itself. Yeah. Or would it just, would it do it again? Yeah, so like basically the way these replay things work, as far as I understand it, is it, it's just accepted all the inputs uh-huh. from the game and it's just like replaying, replaying through the game. Okay. That's why you usually can't like just like jump to like 10 minutes in. You have to sort of like fast forward through the whole game if you want to mm-hmm. get to the end. Yeah. Because uh, it has to literally run through the simulation of mm-hmm. putting everything in the right spot and everything. Um. So then it would like, if you saw like a really funny body... If you went back, it would probably change. Probably. Okay. Because what I was... Well, even still, like, it would be cool to, like, see some of your, like, really good plays of, like, a top-down perspective of, like, uh-huh. this is a really cool play, but it looks even cooler from this person's perspective or, like, from a top-down or my teammate's perspective. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is, like, a lot of times it's, like, I want to see the reverse kill cam because, like, what happened there was really funny, but I want to see what it looked like to him, mm-hmm. right? Like, when I just, like, randomly fell through this hatch or whatever, like... You know, like sometimes it's like, man, I wish I could have seen that from his angle. And like to make a cool like video of it to post to Reddit or whatever, it would be sweet if you could show both sides of it, yeah. which you never could do before. Like that, that'll be very cool. Unless you went back to streamers archived and video recorded everything they did and then put it all yes, together. Which has been done once before by one Chris. Yeah, that was actually a cool video. Very cool. Um, Ohm Wrecker gets wrecked. Look that up and... OHM Wrecker gets wrecked. He got wrecked. Uh, Wrecker Needle brought up a really good point. I was playing with him today and he was talking about like griefing, like watching griefing during replays, which Mm -hmm. is like a really good point. Like my teammate killed me three times when my stupid recording wasn't working. Yeah. And you can send the file to Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. sick. Yeah. Or even if you can't send the file, if you can just like, well, now I've got my recording finally working, I can go back and record what happened and show it to you. Or I can show you a whole game of like, Look at this guy stepping in front of me all the time, just watching the one character, mm-hmm. like on his screen. You can see his screen of what he's doing. Yeah. So his, oh, I was shooting at this guy. No, you weren't. I can, I'm watching your screen of you pointing at my head for half the game. Yep. Like that is sick. Um, there was a CGI. Finally, they said this was really frustrating. She's <laughs> at the end of the presentation. Yeah. She's like, we're going to look at a surprise. And then we're going to go straight to the CGI. And we looked at this. Laura Croft skin for Ash and then it went to nothing for like it said like 12 minutes until the game starts I was like wait what you said there yeah, was a CGI it's like CGI? I had to go back like no that's what she said and then finally it showed like 10 minutes later it showed this really cool CGI of like the if you haven't seen it you should watch it because it's actually pretty cool it's like the the event map so it's five versus five operators oh, playing cool. on the event map like with an audience 
and they're playing against each other and it oh, gets down cool. like a 5v1 pulse and he like almost clutches down to 1v1 and he loses because he's a freaking idiot but well it's, you just spoiled the whole thing sorry you can watch it it's still exciting to watch but it cool. would have been cooler if he clutched yeah I, i've actually really liked the just kind of like the character surrounding this event has been really cool like I, yeah. when they first announced it and showed it i thought it was gonna be kind of stupid but i've actually really enjoyed it so uh, i think this job. is cool because like makes it more of like a instead of which i and never bothered me but it's like why are these people that are all in rainbow six team fighting against each other and it's like when they put it in this way it's like you know, this is like a training exercise mm-hmm. them. they're not actually dying right like this is just an event like it's a training thing yeah and like after like after they die in this event they like go and sit down next to each other they get like pissed off at each other like, are you freaking kidding me yeah it's like no there's always next round no there's not next round this is it and it's it's cool to like uh see where it's like almost like a tournament where they're like going and people are spectating it like yeah. that's kind of a cool idea they're like it's sick it's actually really really cool yeah how cool would it be if, if that was a real thing where yeah, like, no, i'm just thinking like how could you how could you make c4s work like like could you like it'd be so cool if this was a real sport where like special forces oh, yeah. teams came and like performed against each other mm-hmm. with like paintballs and that kind of yeah. stuff and just like and like it would be almost impossible to make it where you could see anything. I like I guess you could do like a no roof type of structure, right? Yeah. And you you could have a stadium full of people and they'd be able to see at least somewhat. But like that would be such a cool like real sport. I I guess like paintball exists, but that's like that's very different. Very different. But it would be cool to see some sort of like tactical yeah. Just watch it play out. That'd be so cool. Yeah, be sick. Spectator sport. All right. Well, that covers all that's coming. Um, I think we'll skip listener questions this week because we're already almost two hours, which we that's, are... that's plenty of content, you guys. If you want more content, you're going to have to come watch our streams. It is I'm... a lot of content. Can we just go over these couple that are specifically about this? Sure. But panel? first, I'm going to plug my stream because I was right about to. Oh, okay, I'm Ryguy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. And Chris is? Just hello with three O's. Yeah. So if you want more content, come watch our streams. And it's a good time. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to say? Um, so we just have a couple of questions that are specifically about the panel that just came out. And I'd okay. rather not make them wait a whole two weeks. We'll do a couple of questions. Also, if you have questions to send in, still do that. And we'll answer them next time. You do that on the Discord. Just search Unround Discord on Google if you're not there already. And we answer questions usually every podcast. And if you get six questions on the podcast, you earn the podcast question your role in the Discord, mm-hmm. which some of our people have and they are they get their very special colored name yeah everybody knows <laughs> it's great um okay so steel switch asked on a scale of one to five how excited are we for year five who is a podcast questionnaire by the way yes i'm i'm a five on the excited scale for year five uh yeah so you're yeah five and then scale of one to five how hopeful are you that year six will bring positive changes i think definitely that, that's a five as well i'm with what they've told us. Yeah, I'd say five. Like, it seems like they're tackling all of the things that I wish they would do right now as lo- as in, as well as some things that, like, I was not expecting. So if they continue on this trajectory, 100% I'm a five. The one thing that we didn't mention that we should have, they, t- they did not mention a castle rework coming. But they did talk about, like, when they were talking about kind of the new structure for how they'll deploy things and how, like, uh, reworks and changes and fixes will sort of just come throughout the season instead of like a big thing dropping at the beginning. They specifically mentioned that they will be like fixing operators who are either too high on those scales of like frustrating mm-hmm. or too low as like not picked enough. So like they said, 
they said like if you look at at those charts and see where those people are, that gives you a pretty good indication of who we're looking at, which is essentially a stealth way of saying Castle yeah, is Castle's next. on the short list. Yeah. yeah. So good. And again, I just think all he really needs is a better gun, and I think that makes a huge difference. I'd be very interested to see yeah, what that now does. Here's the thing. We were just talking about Legion, and they're nerfing Legion's gun because his gadget's really good. But that's yeah. not good enough because it's not his gun that's the problem. So doesn't that go vice versa with Castle? Of like, no, your because I, not I think his gun is the problem. You think Legion's gun was the problem the whole time? No, Castle. Castle. Oh, you think, so you don't think the gadget's the problem, you think it's the gun? Well, I think the gadget has its own problems, um, but it's it's amplified by the fact that he doesn't have a very good gun. Okay. Because I think if he had a much better gun, like, I, he would still be situational, because you wouldn't choose him on certain objectives where it doesn't work. Right. But, like, now it's, like, I choose Castle because, like, his castles might work in this particular objective, and that's really cool. But if it doesn't, if they, like, happen to bring an ash or a sledge or whatever, and it just, like, completely falls apart, now I've basically thrown away an operator pick because I have, like, a kind of worthless gun. And, like, if, if, you know, if it's, like, Jaeger, who just, like, all of his things get EMP'd right off the bat, you're still Jaeger. Yeah, you still have. You know what I mean? Like, versus here, it's, like, I could have been Maestro. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, I still think that they they need to rework the gadget. I just don't know how they, they would without without having to do the Tachanka route, where it's basically not the same thing. I mean, yeah, I could see that. So I would be sad about that though, because I really like Castle's gadget. I still think they're going to be like barricades, but I think it's going to be different. Yeah, I mean, we will see when it comes. But if it comes, I I guess what I'm saying though is like I would just be interested. Just flip out his gun for something else, just for happens. a season, and just see yeah. like does that fix Castle or like at least get him to playable? Yeah. Good question. Very good point. Uh, TL Bear is asked, what is the one thing that we are most excited about in the coming years? So if all that stuff that was just talked about. <sighs> Everything we said, out of all of it, all of it, house rework. House, yeah. It's not even close. Not even close. Um, if you discount the house rework, then it becomes harder. So at the top, I'd say debris fix. I put organ rework up there. Oregon Chanka rework. Oregon rework. I'm excited. Tachanka was also going to be on my top. Um, map bands. Who else? Oh, map bands. I forgot about that. Proximity alarm is exciting, but I don't think I'm quite it's that not. excited. Arcade. I would be more excited about if I had a better idea of what it actually what it is. Uh, I think. I think my my ranked list would be house rework number one, organ rework number two, map bands number three. Actually, maybe house rework and then map bands, then organ. Those are the top three, though. And then under that, everything just kind of files in. Debris would be next. I would go house rework, map bands, and then I think Tachanka rework. Oh, yeah, Tachanka rework. And then Pretty probably like debris. I, I am excited about Oregon, but I don't think I have it as high as you because I already like Oregon as it is. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's making a huge difference in my enjoyment of the game. Yeah, I, I love Oregon now, but, but I think Oregon's going to be really good. More. Yeah. Um,. Gosh, it's such a good reveal. They, like, I feel like they, they freaking knocked it out of the park last year. Like, I remember being super excited for the year four reveal, but like, this is like, like, <laughs> far and away better than that one, even. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, this is great. And then, last question that we have is from Fuse Me Jaddy or Jukas. He says, How would you guys present a season reveal? Um, have the Unrenowned hosts announce? He may be too late, but we'll see. You are not too late. You made it in time. Um, Obviously, we would announce if we were to do it. <laughs> but I think I think one of the things is I wouldn't I wouldn't focus on trying to like be funny or like make silly jokes that they like 
they clearly try to do that's like they try to plan out and think it's really yeah. funny yeah and i would just be as transparent as possible like i think i think if they were they know what we want they know what we want to hear you can really take the time to find out like this is what the community wants mm-hmm. and then talk about those things just be like i know you want to know so i'm just gonna tell you because you want to know yeah so i'm just gonna be as transparent as possible because you want to know and that's yeah. what that's what makes it exciting for the community is like thank you like thank you for finally telling us like this might be down the line but we are going to do a castle rework like i'm just gonna say castle he's coming see okay as somebody who works in software development uh-huh. that's very dangerous because you're sort of committing yourself to something that you can't guarantee but no, will happen in a good time frame or okay. ever will happen okay because things pop up and it's like we would love to do the castle rework, but turns out that like nitros are completely broken and we have to fix it. Yeah. And so like new priorities keep putting themselves ahead and eventually people start like losing their minds over like, where's the castle rework that you promised us? And you see this in other games, right? Yeah. yeah you yeah. promised us. I this. mean, we see like, it in Siege. Yeah. So where is it? And it's like, unless you know, it's going to come in that time frame, you just can't commit to it. And so like right. the farther out things get, the more like you want to be careful. Um, yeah, you you want to be vague about what you're saying and promising. Yeah, that's so. True. I think they're doing it for reasons. It's not just because they like. And also, like, I mean, they did a pretty good job this time at being at saying a lot of stuff that we wanted to hear. Yeah, and you also want to keep some mystery too, because year six reveal, you want to have something to say, right? Sure. Yeah. So, um, but I, I think they did really, really good as far as how I would present it. I mean, I think I would try to steer away from these like really forced jokes. Yeah. Um, it would be nice too if they had people presenting it who had more of a, a rapport, right? Where like, uh huh, like clearly this host who is guiding it, like she's really good. She has really good energy. She mm-hmm. get to me, she got a little bit grating as it went on. It was like it was really cool the energy she started with, but then it started to get like okay, tone it down a little bit, like we get it. You don't have to sort of like have this generated fake energy. Yeah. Um, but then also it's clear that she didn't really have a relationship with the people she was talking with. And it, like, I don't know how you, you, you can't like fake that, right? Like you can't, right. you can't manufacture that. So it'd be nice if somehow they had somebody hosting it kind of like when they had Justin doing it right back mm-hmm. in the day. It's yeah, like, yeah. he actually knew the people he was talking to so they could play off of each other a little bit more and like recognize each other's cues and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so I don't know I I would kind of do that I think try to just get more people who are comfortable with each other. Yeah, it'd be cool too if the person, like, interviewing in a way, was asking questions more of like instead of like they already know what's coming up they don't really know but like oh tell us about that or like asking questions and they can be like yeah I can't tell you too much about that right now yeah um, I actually would be kind of interested to see some of the content creators have a shot at hosting yeah. it. Um, yeah. I, like I don't know how many of them would actually have the skill set to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But it seems like some of the casters, it's a little bit of like a, a similar skill set that they might yeah. be able to do it. So that'd be, I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Because they uh, don't know, like you're saying. Right. Yeah. It'd just be cool to have someone that really under- and understands the game too. And like the questions that are going to come to their mind are the same ones that are coming to my mind. Of like, wait, wait, what does that mean? Because mm-hmm. I think what, like now, like that girl, like she either, she doesn't play the game a whole bunch. She plays it at least enough to like know what they're talking about. But she doesn't play it enough to like have these questions coming to her mind of like, okay, but what are you talking about? Or she already knows what they're talking about. And so when they say it, it's making sense to her. Mm-hmm. But to us, it's like, what are you saying? So yeah. like she could have asked the art guy, like, can you explain this arcade playlist better? Because I'm not understanding. Yeah. Like, so does this mean this or does it mean that? And you can get all the questions answered instead of it being like, what did you just say? Yeah. <laughs> what does that? What does that mean? I also, what I would not do for sure is I would not 
reveal a map and not show you what the second floor looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Pisses me off. That was kind of annoying. It's really annoying. I mean, I'm going to see it in less than 12 hours from when I'm talking about this, but it's like... It'd be cool, too, if after a big reveal like this, if they did an AMA on oh, Reddit or something, sick. where it's like, okay, like, cool. You told us all this stuff. Now let us go and, like, ask these questions. Like, this was a little unclear, and it didn't seem like you were purposely being vague about it. It just seemed like you didn't quite convey what you were trying to say, so it'd be really cool to... It just because a lot of them, English is their second language. So like, I right. totally get like it. It's difficult to, I mean, it's difficult for me to explain things in a second language. It's not easy. Right. Especially, so I, especially like at a big presentation. Mm-hmm. The, and like, these are not presenters. These no, are like these developers. Are game and, developers that yeah. are normally like more on the introverted side of people. Whereas like a present, presentation is a presenter. Presentionist. A presentation. A presentation. A presentation person. <laughs> A presentationer, <laughs> a presenter would be more of like extra, like they're opposite characters, right? And so, like you're taking I mean, someone think, that's like, I think you're getting a little bit stereotypical about game developers. I mean, but no, I'm not saying all of them, but I think that is a. That I do is think a, most of them are not used to making big presentations, right? Yeah. Um, um. I mean, but where they are, they probably are used to presenting things as they probably present things a lot to boards and stuff. So boards of people like okay. <laughs> like i'm sure like they're talking all the time they're making presenting to a whiteboard presentations listen board <laughs> no like i what i mean is like they have a con- conference room and they're presenting things of like yes. what they want and then they're but going to like ceos and be like this com- is what we're doing that's completely different from a crowd of ten thousand people right. also the guy presenting to the ceo is not necessarily like the game the creative director right sure. this is like some yeah no yes true else. but anyway um yeah i thought Always, they did a good job yeah they did do they did a very good job um but i think rule number one if you're gonna reveal a map you're a, you reveal every floor yeah all i was gonna say is honestly what carries it is the content right like mm-hmm. if you have good things to reveal then that sort of carries the day and you don't really have to yeah. worry about the like the actual presentation as much but on that yeah don't don't give us a map reveal and not show us a yeah. third of the map. And be like, well, we want you to go figure <laughs> it out. For no reason, apparently. No, I don't want to go figure it out. I want you to show me right now. Um, I also think that, like, they they sometimes get it uncomfortable with, like, applause. Like, they, I think they're rushed for time, or they feel like they're rushed yes. for time. Yes, And so, like, they're trying to talk, and it's like, just let the people be happy. Like, we're yeah. all really happy. Just let them cheer. And just cheer with them. Be like, yeah, yeah. we did that. Yeah. Uh, but they did a great job. Like, they... I mean, they announced stuff that I did not expect to see in the game, and like, seriously, good freaking job! Yeah, like this is amazing. Siege is just getting so great. What's hard now is like I have to wait for this stuff to come out. I know the house. I just want to. I'm so right glad now. the house is only three months away. <laughs> it's only three months away. Like that's insane. Oh, I'm so glad they didn't say anything about it until until it was just now yeah. when it's three months away. Because I would have hated waiting until season four. I'm like, oh, it's coming, but yeah. it's so far. Uh. Chalet and Skyscraper are coming up. Do we know which is which? Is Chalet first? Chalet's last. Chalet's last. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why they had nothing to say about it. Interesting. I wonder, because I would assume House is coming into ranked. Do you yeah. think something else cycles out? I think Skyscraper out? is probably coming back. I think so. I think that's it, totally fine. I think Outback might be going out. Interesting. Um, Which I think is fine. Like, I'm fine with only having 10 or 12 maps in ranked, 8 to 12 maps in ranked. And just cycling in and out these good maps. They're yeah. all good maps now. Yeah. Um, delete tower. Anyway, but... I'm super, super excited for this house rubric. If I haven't said this oh enough, guys, I'm I, thrilled. It's I am going to like take a day off work to stream house just like 
100% house okay. that day. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's do it. As soon as it comes out, test server. As I'm soon gonna, as like, that test server comes out. I'm going to go like rent an office space where I can get away from my kids <laughs> and just like... <laughs> that's a little much. Yeah, because man, that's going to be so great. But I will, I will take the day off unless it comes out when I'm going to be in Disneyland. But I will... Come on, don't go to Disneyland over playing house. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, plan. Already have plans. Um, I, I'm going to tack on the house reveal reaction at the end of this episode. It's because like listening to him try to like explain and then the crowd just keep interrupting every time it was a new before and after. And they're just like, what? <laughs> they were like, so loud. Even. Yeah. It was... You could tell like he can't even think. Like it's just too loud where he's like, I can't speak. Yeah. And again, I'm just like, I'm so thrilled that the community cared that much about house being mm-hmm. reworked because... I just had the impression that nobody likes house. And it, like, that's not true. That's clearly not true because yep. they lost their minds over that even more than Tachanka. Yep. So suck Which, it. Which by the way, was another haters. thing that they had previously said they're not going to rework Tachanka. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. And they, they acknowledged that too yeah. when they said it. Like, they're like, we know that we said that, you know, like just that like we love him as he is or whatever it was. But they were like, we can't have our iconic operator yeah. be unplayable. His specific words were, he's too cute. Yeah, they did say that. So anyway, okay, guys. Um, again, don't uh, hesitate to send in questions for next time. We can be about the stuff we've just talked about. That'd be great. Or anything else coming up or whatever is on your mind for Siege. Silly questions are also great. And off-topic questions are fun, too. So send in whatever you want on the Discord at our six... Uh, nope, that's the Twitter, at our six unrenowned. Or the unrenowned Discord, which you can find on Google. Uh, don't forget to follow us. I'm Rye Guy. He's just hello with three O's. Oh, oh, oh. House rework is coming. It is so exciting. Um, goodbye. on another note. Now what do you guys say? I just wanted to say on another note, just goodbye. <laughs>